The following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. It is never raining on this program. It's always sunny on Talk with a Purpose. Isn't that a show somewhere? <laughs> Good morning and welcome to another edition of Talk with a Purpose. Every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Good to have you with us. And as always, we have three hours of lively entertainment for you. We promise here on the show. Today, we're going to have, for the first time, two people that are going to come on the show uh, Barbara Forte and Doug Crawford. Now, a couple of weeks ago, we had uh, s- some discussions, and it was Rich Barely who said, you know, we got to get involved in this stop the wind turbines. And uh, both these people are going to talk about their involvement and how you can get involved and what they're doing. Uh, it's really an interesting uh, discussion that we'll have, and that's coming up at 10 o'clock this morning. Barbara Forte and Doug Crawford. So we're looking forward to that here on Talk With a Purpose. And, of course, as always, in between and around and about, we'll be talking about everything else at 609-407-1450. 609-407-1450. And uh, I know Seth is going to be talking about uh, his involvement in this wind turbine situation. And it really is a, a situation that needs to be discussed and, you know, we really need to get on this and really stop the wind turbines. And, and that's what we'll do today here on the show. What I wanted to talk about today, and, you know, we've talked about this before. And I'm going to lead up to what is really the point of this is. But I wanted to talk about diversity. And, you know, we've talked about it before. And Seth has talked about it. And. You know, we've talked about it ad nauseum, uh, so to speak. But today, a little different spin on diversity. And I, I want you to in- indulge me for a moment. And I'm going to talk about the recent mayoral primary in Philadelphia. Now, they're all Democrats, of course. And a Democrat has won every election since 1947 in Philadelphia. And I guess that's part of the problem. But... The, the point of this the discussion here is that there were several qualified candidates. And across the board, it was, I think it was uh, two males, three males, um, a white female, an Asian female, and a black female. So you get the picture that there was diversity in the candidates, And, well, if you're a diversity fan, that's good. But what I I remember telling a client of mine, because she lives in Philadelphia, and she said, I hope that so-and-so wins. And I said, don't be surprised. I said, the black female is going to win. And sure enough, the the black female won. And I say that because, look, this is not black versus white. Not at all. It's, It's really... The situation is that it's diversity that we're talking about here. And if you look at the votes, it went down the line. 
the black female won all the black districts. The white candidate won the white districts. So it went according to racial lines. But really, it's it, it's diversity. It's, oh, well, we got to vote for the black female because uh, she's black and she's female and that's diversity. Do you see what I'm talking about? This is this is really the situation that diversity kind of trumps everything else, and and it doesn't matter about qualifications. It doesn't matter who's the most qualified because clearly, in my opinion, this black female was not the most qualified. Even though she was qualified, there were certainly a few more candidates who I thought were more well-qualified than her. So here we go. Again, diversity wins the election. And then, and then, there's Ron DeSantis. You knew we would bring him up. (laughs) Yes, here we go. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Uh, By the way, he... um, he, he will announce his candidacy for president in 24 later on uh, next week. But we'll get to that in, uh, later on in the show. This past Monday, Governor DeSantis signed into law a bill barring state colleges and universities from spending money on diversity, equity, and inclusion programs and limiting how race can be discussed in many courses. Hooray for Ron DeSantis. The law also prohibits public colleges from spending state or federal money on DEI efforts. That's diversity, equity, and inclusion, in case you didn't know what that meant. These programs often assist colleges in increasing student and faculty diversity, which can apply to race and ethnicity, as well as sexual orientation, religion, and socioeconomic status. There you have it. An end to diversity as we know it, and and it starts in Florida. Florida, where woke goes to die, as Governor DeSantis says. We'll have more later on on the show on his candidacy. But for now, Ron DeSantis has really stepped up and said, enough already. Enough of this stuff of, you know, there got to be quotas. No, no. It has to be the most qualified candidate. If that candidate happens to be black, so be it. But if the candidate is white or Asian or anything else, and he's more qualified than the black candidate or an Asian candidate, he or she is more qualified, then they should get the vote. They should be voted in. But it doesn't work that way today. It works the opposite way. Well, let's see. Uh, that one is, uh, that candidate. Remember Kamala Harris? I don't even, I don't even know what she is, but she campaigned on being black. I don't think she's, I, I mean, I don't even think she's 10% black. 
so, you know, this is fashionable to be that minority. And that's wrong. It's it's clearly wrong. It has to be the most qualified candidate for office. And that's where this situation lies. And as I said, I told a client of mine, she said, oh, I think that so-and-so is going to win. I says, not so fast. Not so fast. Because this uh, Sherelle Parker, who was in city council for many years and is qualified to be mayor. But there were a couple of candidates who were more qualified than her. I mean, one candidate was on city council, has a, a boatload of money, has 400 properties, and donated his city council salary to uh, special education programs. So, you know, I thought he was more qualified. So it doesn't matter. It's diversity rules the day. And it's really got to stop. And hopefully, hopefully, it stops with our hero, Ron DeSantis. And with that, we bring in Seth Grossman. And I know Seth has a lot to talk about, so we'll bring him in a little early. Uh, And I know you have a big event today, Seth. So uh, I know you want to talk about that as well as uh, other things. And, and of course, whatever I don't get to is all posted at libertyandprosperity.com. I invite you to, uh, and, and all the listeners to go there. Uh, there's always a post on the homepage. And if you can't find what you're looking for on the homepage, you click for the blogs and you could see everything we posted for the past 10 years. And if you don't have the patience to do that, just uh, put any topic you're looking for in the search bar and, and you'll find something. And with diversity, it's interesting that when I ran for Congress as a Republican uh, back in 2018, I was in a debate and, and somebody asked me the question, well, wouldn't it be better if somebody of a different ethnic group um, than me uh, was the candidate because that would bring diversity to the Republican Party? And, and I was sort of in a bad mood. I didn't have lunch anyway. So I just said, you know what? Uh, diversity is a bunch of crap. It's un-American that uh, we're all created equal, endowed with unalienable rights, and that every person should be hired, promoted, get a scholarship, uh, get into college based on their work, their talent, and their achievement. And uh, for saying that, which is such a, I think, just a common sense uh, description of what made America great, uh, I was denounced by Kim Guadano, the state Republican Party, the National Republican Party, I had a, a picture. Of, I made the front page of the Philadelphia Daily News as a caveman. You know, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, but but you, you could see uh, that the, the, that that this diversity. It's, there's really a uh, political agenda to it, because uh, for the past fifty, sixty years, it's very, very rare to find a Hollywood movie where uh, a white guy is a hero and a black guy is a villain, uh, or uh, you know, always the smart one in, in the in the TV sitcoms is the female, the black, the the, the Latino. Uh, so when you have this this pervasive propaganda for sixty years, uh, where where every good guy is 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 not a white heterosexual male, where everyone who's white, or, or where everyone who's sympathetic, who's smart, who has compassion, uh, who has common sense, is anyone other than 
than, than someone who, who meets my description. So needless to say, when you go into politics and people have to vote, uh, you know, someone like me has, has two strikes against me. It's almost like a, a Jewish guy in, in 1930s Germany running an election. Uh, how could I have a chance of getting people who aren't Jewish to vote for me if all they've been taught since they're six years old is that every evil, every every war, every corruption, every injustice, every intolerance was done by white heterosexual so-called toxic males. So uh, it, it took 50 or 60 years for, you know, for this propaganda to be uh, embedded in our culture. And it's going to be take 50, 60 years to get it out. But we're not going to get it out at all if we don't realize that this is a big, big problem and we have to address it. Now, how do we get this big, big problem? If you go to our Liberty and Prosperity website, it's very obvious why. We had something called a Cold War uh, with the communist Russia that started in 1918. And for basically 100 years, uh, the, the communist Russia knew that they could never conquer America with an army, a navy, or bombs, or anything else. But they did engage in something called psychological warfare. And psychological warfare is where you don't have to fight or, or defeat your enemy in battle. What you have to do is you have to convince your enemy that they're, the country is, that they're defending isn't worth defending, that it's evil, rotten, and deserves to, to be taken over by somebody else. And it's a very slow process, but these folks are very, very patient. And, um, and just watching what they've done when I look back, uh, when all this stuff started in the 1950s and 60s, uh, it was little by little by little, and, and people weren't paying attention, but now we're paying attention, and it's really the obligation of us baby boom generations, uh, ge generation to teach our kids and grandkids and nieces and nephews how great this country was. And, and who made it great? Um, you know, we used to have holidays for Abraham Lincoln and George Washington, but we don't anymore. We used to have holidays for Columbus, not anymore, because all we taught we're, we're told that every, uh, you know, you can't have a holiday for them because that would doesn't promote the narrative that that only people of color, that only Hispanics, that only minorities, that only Native American Indians, that only women, that only people of a different sexual preference. They're the only people capable of doing good in the world. So you got me off topic there, John. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'll get you back on. Um, what is going on today? What are you involved with as far as these wind turbines are concerned? Well, well what, what Liberty and Prosperity did, uh, we put our message uh, into a simple postcard. And uh, while, while I was in Spain... Our vice president, Brian Fitzherbert, uh, was designing and printing up a, a really great postcard that sums up all the arguments that need to be made about the wind turbines. And the simple message is this. It's the postcard say, stop offshore wind turbines. They can't power a grid. They don't save fossil fuel. They're failing in Europe and they kill whales. Wind can't replace oil, gas and nuclear to supply enough electricity because... A, it is too weak, diffuse, and intermittent. Uh, also, it's too unstable for the grid. Um, nobody, you know, when, we don't have high school science anymore. Uh, if anyone went to high school, they know that wind, uh, that electricity from wind increases and decreases exponentially as wind speed changes. 
which means that if you uh, if if the wind speed doubles, you would think that the electricity from the wind doubles, but it doesn't. Uh, if you if the wind speed doubles, the power increases by eight hundred percent. If the wind speed gets cut in half, then the wind the, the electricity is not cut in half; it's cut by eight hundred percent. So it's totally unstable, um, and and the grid has to have the same amount of electricity all the time. This is simple, basic science. So how do you keep the, the, the grid from either crashing or blowing up? Well, you have to have backup generators burning nuclear fuel or coal or oil or natural gas to back it up because wind energy can't be stored. Um, no battery is big enough. And if you did make a battery big enough, you need so much toxic stuff to make that battery, it would destroy the planet with toxic chemicals. Wind turbines need constant repairs. They have to be disposed of and replaced every 20 years. Doing this at sea is difficult and dangerous. And by the way, the whales and the porpoises did not start dying until they started the sonar test for wind turbines. And sonar test is when you make loud noises underwater to find out the soil conditions where you're going to put the wind turbines. Needless to say, whales and porpoises, uh, they can't see underwater. They depend on their sensitive ears uh, to navigate their way by they make sounds and they hear the, their sounds echoing off what's around them. But if you have these loud explosions for the sonar testing, they get completely, A, A their ears are very sensitive, so they, they, they can't hear anymore, they can't navigate and so they wash up dead on our beaches. So, so that's the simple message. But I think it's very important to point out that, we're, that the wind turbines have to be stopped, not just because they're, they're destroying the, uh, the, this, the life in, at sea for marine mammals, but because they just don't work. They don't save energy uh, because uh, the power comes and goes, and you need that backup. And if you're burning gas and coal and oil and have nuclear power plants uh, to have power in reserve for when the wind stops blowing or stops blowing as fast, what's the point of having the wind turbines in the first place? So uh, you, you have a duplicate system. It's really expensive. And, and just one more point on that. Uh, you know, when you listen to the headline uh, news at the top of the hour, or if you watch TV network news or read the 360 section of what's left of the press of Atlantic City or the eight top stories on your Microsoft Bing, uh, you're not getting news. You're not getting the most important facts. But you are getting um, the most important facts that support the political agenda of the regime. And if you have been paying attention to the stories that have been popping up in the last, uh, I guess, three or four weeks, they're talking about get used to power failures. Get used to uh, suddenly being without electricity um, uh, on, an, on a moment's notice uh, and, and get used to being without power for two or three days. In other words, being just like living in a third world country. So they're preparing us to, to think that having power failures is normal, just like having immigrants is normal. Uh, uh, illegal, millions of illegal immigrants is normal, just like having to eat insects is normal, uh, just as long as not having your family doctor anymore is normal. And just like uh, living at home with your parents when you're 40 is normal. You know, they're conditioning us 
uh, to live in this primitive lifestyle where the American dream is gone. And, uh, and this is part of it. And, we've, and, and, and again, the reason we're going to be prepared for these blackouts is because wind energy and solar energy, they just don't work. Um, uh, I mean, we, it used to be we had wind energy for, for thousands of years. You know, we had Columbus and we had sailboats. But as someone who had a sailboat, uh, nothing's more frustrating than being out there, you know, uh, stuck where the wind stops blowing and you're in your sailboat with the current taking me to France. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, and what I do is I start up the, the little putt-putt, you know, seven-and-a-half-horsepower motor and with maybe a, a, a couple of a cups, you know, uh, of a coffee cup of gasoline – that coffee cup of gasoline gets me safely back into the, you know, the, the slip in Summers Point. So um, anyway, that's that. So, so what's going on is today at noon, there's going to be a, uh, uh, a, a forum in Margate. Uh, they keep calling it the, uh, I forget, they, they, they call it the Patina Performing Arts Center. But old timers like you and me would know it is, uh, you know, the other end of the Eugene Time Middle School in Margate. Uh, between Essex and Gladstone Avenue, back towards the bay between Amherst uh, and uh, Monmouth Avenue. Uh, so uh, they're going to have that form from 12 to 2. We will have our postcards there. So if anyone wants to pick up our Liberty and Prosperity postcards, uh, you know, pointing out those those eight reasons why wind uh, is, is turbines are no good, uh, pick them up there, or you can pick them up at our breakfast, which starts from 9:30 to 10:30 uh, every. Saturday, um, and uh, also starting uh, on Sunday, uh, we're going to have these postcards in the bin at our Liberty and Prosperity office. So you don't even have to uh, come inside. You'll see they're in a bin, um, just like what they said in the Army, take what you want, but use what you take. And um, Or if, if you can't uh, get to the office, just call us <clears throat> or, or uh, email me, and I'll make sure we mail them to you. But it's very important to get the word out, just not along, uh, just along the shore but we've got to you know, make this a political issue uh, throughout New Jersey. Uh, as a lawyer, I got lots of calls. What can we do to stop this from happening? Can we bring a lawsuit, a class action lawsuit? And the answer is no. Uh, you can't use lawsuits as a substitute for losing elections. Uh, we've got to make this a hot public issue. Uh, if Democrats are going to be for it, if the big unions are going to be for it, if everybody getting paid off by Orsted uh, and borrowed money is, is for it, then we have to mobilize against it and say that it's just bad politics to be for these wind turbines. So you're organizing this, and uh, next week there's going to be a walk on the Ninth Street Bridge in Ocean City, and uh, we're going to have some people on today at 10 o'clock to talk about that as well. So there is a growing effort. And by the way, people have told me, people who live in Cherry Hill and, and so on, that they're not coming down the shore if they build these wind turbines. So I don't, I don't want to look at that when I come down the shore. So, I mean, you see how it, it, it can snowball into something else? Yeah. And, and, and this is actually related to the other issue, the, the debt ceiling issue. Because it used to be when, when crooked politicians would pay people off, they, they bribe people with their own money. What they're doing now is they're, they're bribing people with government money. So they're taking all these uh, environmental groups who are supposed to be caring about the birds that are be killed, the, the marine mammals, 
And all these environmental groups say, oh, there's no problem. It's fine. But then you follow the money. And it's really hard to follow the money because the money goes to places like Stockton University. And Stockton University, they dish out the money to various groups under various workshops. So it's very hard to trace the money. But, uh, but basically, these wind turbines, they're going to cost $10 million each. And they're, they're, they're going to be 300 of them between Long Beach Island and Ocean City. So you do the math, you're talking uh, $3 billion, that's $3,000 million. Wow. So, yeah, they're, 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 they're throwing that money around. And where's the money coming from? It's basically coming from the, uh, the, that, that so-called uh, Anti-Inflation Act. Uh, you know, Biden and the Democrats, that, uh, that half a trillion dollar package, of, which had nothing to do with inflation, but it's the so-called green energy and where's the mon- that money coming from? The, gov- the federal government is broke. It, it only has uh, is taking in about four trillion dollars a year, uh, and, and it's spending a trillion dollars more each year than it's taking in. And we have this thirty-one trillion dollar debt. So, so basically, we're hopelessly in debt to pay for stuff that is bad for us. And, and so, there's a direct connection. Uh, right now, that both the Republicans and Democrats in, in Washington, D.C. are saying, oh, we have to work out a deal so we don't default. But as someone who has been advising families and businesses who are over their head in debt as to what to do, uh, whenever I see a family or a business that, that owes, uh, you know, say $310,000 in credit cards, but it's only taking in you know, has an income of $40,000 a year, I say you, you could live on peanut butter, you know, and, uh, and, 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 you know, and um, toast for the next 10 years. You're never going to have enough money to pay off that debt. So you have to do a bankruptcy. You have to pay off 10 cents on a dollar. You have to wipe out those debts. And the people who you owe the money to, well, they shouldn't have loaned you the money. They should have known there's no way you could possibly pay it back. Um, and we're going to have to end up that way because what, what this debt is doing by borrowing more and more money, uh, and that money is not being used to help anybody. It's being used to help the, uh, the insiders make billions of dollars in profits. It's bailing out Wall Street banks. It's building, you know, these, um, you know, this, this, uh, wind turbines that are just, uh, uh, going to get us used to power shortages. And what else is it used for? It's used to buy votes of the uh, of the the poor and the the illegal immigrants that are pouring in. So so who are the losers here? The middle class, the people who actually have to work to pay their bills. So we're getting clobbered, um, and, and and the very rich and the very poor, uh, you know, the the army of occupation of voters are, are, are destroying this country. And you know, so many. People of our baby boom generation just don't get it. They think this is going to go on forever, but it's not. And anyone who studies history, uh, anyone who looks um, at, at countries like Venezuela, Argentina, Chile, um, which used to be just as prosperous as, as America in the 1950s, um, you know, we owe it to our children, our grandchildren, our nieces and nephews to do something. So libertyandprosperity.com. Uh, I had six pages of stuff I want to talk about. I got to a page and a half. Uh, if you want to know more, libertyandprosperity.com. But please, 
uh, try to pick up those postcards either at our meeting uh, or at the event in Margate uh, by the, the Thai school in Margate at, at 12 noon today. And I'm sure we'll figure out a way to get those postcards out to that uh, bridge walk. Uh, you know, since I was in Spain for two weeks, I <laughs> didn't know about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or pick them up at the Liberty and Prosperity office, which used to be the Seth Grossman Law Office. But, you know, now uh, my retirement hobby, uh, when all the other lawyers are playing pickleball and pinochle, my retirement hobby is uh, saving Western civilization. Yes. So uh, uh, help me do that. All okay. right. Thanks a lot. Have a, have a great week. Okay. Thanks, Seth. Seth Grossman, libertyandprosperity.com is the website. And the meeting begins right now at Sal's Coal Fire Pizza on Groveland Avenue in Summers Point. I'm John DeMassey. It's Talk With a Purpose, and we'll get started with John, Craig, and Bob, and maybe you at 609-407-1450, 609-407-1450. Talk With a Purpose begins after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial services llc is not an affiliated company all right we're gonna get started i wonder if we could get that guy who's that guy that says let's get ready to rumble <laughs> oh yeah michael buffer that's it wonder if we could get him to say let's get started with talk with a purpose well it was a thought let's get started john in ocean city john good morning welcome to talk with a purpose Yes, good morning. I don't want to bring up uh, those idiotic wind farms that are inefficient and that are going to be put up anyway, even though Russian submarines are about to take them out the moment they're put up. I don't want to talk about communist class warfare ways along racial lines in the guise of uh, under the guise of uh, diversity. They're fun topics, I know, but I want to take up where... Right. They're just fun, fun, fun. I, I want to take up where I left off last week. I can connect uh, the deposing of, of uh, King Louis the Sixteenth of the 1789 French Revolution to the toppling of Tsar Nicholas of the 1917 Bolshevik Revolution and the rise of open communism. And I picked the uh, 19th century because that's post-French uh, Revolution and pre-Bolshevik uh, Revolution. Now, I, I, went on, I, Google, I went to the Google search engine and I looked up category 19th century monarchs. Now, understand, when we think of monarchs, we think of a king of England and a queen of England, the king of Spain and the queen of Spain. But actually, there are, uh, some countries have more than one monarchs, uh, monarchies running at the same time. Italy, for instance, had a king of Italy, you had a king of Sardinia, you had a king of Naples, and a king of Sicily, all coexisting at the same time. Also, Germany, you had a king of Prussia, and you had a king of Bavaria. All together, there were 27 
uh, countries and provinces, and, uh, and mine staggering 189 from 1789 to 1917 were more or less swept away. Now, there are still some monarchies. At the turn of the 21st century, there were 16. Now, there's 12 as of 2023, British Crown included. But I can prove that, that, that they're, they're just this window dressing is all that is. Uh, for one, they're not, they're not Windsors. They're actually uh, sex coburgs. They're Germans. And they took the name Windsor to, to, as, a, as a front, really. But, uh, and uh, that's unbelievable to some people. Just take into account that many British citizens were out in the street during that coronation, white British citizens, holding up placards saying, this is not our king, and they were shouting it, too. Also, that ceremony was uh, very occultic, really. There was nothing, uh, it was in Westminster Abbey, uh, which is a part of the Anglican Church, but there was nothing Christian about that ceremony at all. Uh, for one, uh, one of the uh, gentlemen in the uh, coronation was wearing a, a crest of the um, garter, uh, order of the garter, on his cloak, and that's a Ouroboros. But the Ouroboros is a snake eating its own tail. That's, that signifies the, destructive, the indestructible nature of Lucifer, but actually it was a belt. Now, the belt is not buckled at the bottom. It, the belt buckle resembles a mouth eating the tail of the belt. Now, we think that's reaching. Just take into account also Queen Camilla wearing white, and she's balanced by two maidens wearing white. Now, that's Isis worship. That's ceremonies from Isis worship. Isis worship was practiced in Egypt, but it spread, it spread throughout the Mediterranean world as the Greco Greco-Roman world, and also was incorporated into the old religion. That's witchcraft of Northern Europe. Uh, that's provable. Um, when a grand dame, a woman of great importance in pagan, pagan Europe, was honored, she will wear white, and she will be found by two maidens wearing white. Also, the woman holding the sword of destiny. Now, the sword of destiny was plunged into the side of Jesus Christ when he was crucified on the cross, supposedly, when blood and water came out of his side. Now, that sword of destiny, it'll, be, it'll depend on whose hand it's in. If that person is pro-Christ, he'll, he'll bow and give the, the sword to Christ. If he's anti-Christ, he'll wage war against the Christ with that sword. Now, she was holding that sword of destiny. Now, in a photo of the coronation of King Charles, she's to his right, and she would be to our left. Now, he was also wearing teal blue, which is pagan Rome, and she was wearing the, the laurel wreath of, of Julius Caesar. That's pagan. So the whole ceremony was pagan anyway. But actually, there, there, there are no Christian monarchies. It said that the, that monarchical system was abolished uh, at the time of the end of World War One, which is November 11th, 1918. But take into account that the Bolsheviks came to power uh, with the overthrow of the Tsar, uh, November 7th, 1917. And so they're back to back. So it's provable that it's all interrelated. And that's uh, Illuminism. And Illuminism, they do have a communist plot against our country. And yeah, we need we need to... Uh, uh, if you want to just dismiss it all as a bunch of tinfoil hat nonsense, then knock yourself out. But the fact of the matter is, is that there is an underworld that is now openly destroying America. But unless people wake up and smell the coffee brewing, it's all it's going to fall on deaf ears. Thanks for letting me call in. All right, John. Thanks for the call. Yeah, he we really put that together. <sighs> Scary. Talk for the purpose is the show Saturdays nine till noon. WPG Talk Radio ninety five point five. Craig, Bob, and Tom in that order, and maybe you at 609-407-1450, 609-407-1450. I'm John DeMassey. More talk with a purpose in just a moment. But first, there I was in B.F. Mazio last week, and I saw this gentleman go to the pineapple coring machine. He took the pineapple, and within 20 seconds, he had perfect pineapple. So I said, you know what? I'm going to copy this guy and I'm going to do the same thing. So I did. And you know something? I thought about this. You can't get that anywhere else. A pineapple coring machine. 
<laughs> Where can you get that? But B.F. Mazio. And the pineapple was delicious. It was juicy. It was tasty. And I'm glad I did it. And I'll do it again. B.F. Mazio, Chestnut Avenue and Route 9 at 601 New Road in Northfield, the home of the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere. And I've said this to you many times before. If you do this unofficial taste test, you'll find that B.F. Mazio has the better quality of fruits and produce and, and all kinds of stuff. It's It's just unbelievable how much they pack into a small store. 601 New Road in Northfield and online at bfmazio.com. And, of course, there's the prepared foods and there's the baked goods and there's the fruit baskets and the gift baskets. And at one time or another, you'll use them all. Believe me, I do, and you will too. 601 New Road in Northfield is the address. bfmazio.com is the website. bfmazio. Best of the press eight years in a row. For gift baskets and fruit baskets. <laughs> what, what more can you ask for? But you got to try that pineapple core machine. It's, it's really, I mean, it is really delicious. BF Mazio, 601 New Road in Northfield, online at bfmazio.com. And even though it's approaching summer, eh, the soups are still good. <laughs> I had one this week. Delicious. BF Mazio, bfmazio.com is the website. Coming back with more Talk with a Purpose in just a moment. If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check Check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or, if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. The WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. We have a wet start to the weekend today. Periods of rain around the high 71. It'll be mostly cloudy tonight with a couple of showers still below 58. Good news is sunshine returns tomorrow. We'll have some clouds mixing in. It's a much nicer day, pleasant with a high 80. Then taking a look at the week ahead, Monday, partly sunny, staying pleasant with a high 77. I'm AccuWeather's Rose Tamburino on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back here and talk with a purpose. If you want to email me during the week, jdadv1 at comcast.net. jdadv1 at comcast.net. And, of course, you can always like us on Facebook at Talk With a Purpose. At Talk With a Purpose is our Facebook address. And the show is Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Let's talk to Craig in Northfield. Craig, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Well, good morning, John. Good morning, sir. little rain out there this morning for everybody. But uh, the Three Stooges. Feinstein, Fetterman, and Biden this week. <laughs> I mean, they, are they out to lunch? <laughs> did you know? Did you know that 
Biden's middle name is Robinette. <laughs> no, I had no idea. I mean, who names their kid Robinette? That's that that's a that's a girl's name, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> well, you know, I've heard uh, Barack call Michelle Michael several times. Yeah, <laughs> so I'll just uh, there. And but since I did bring up Michelle, you know, there's the woman that was all about the school lunch, right? Yeah. Remember that? Oh, Everybody yeah. Yeah. gets all that. No more sodas. Remember that? Yeah. And what did she just come out with? Sugar water. She's got a new salt. She's got a drink out now, right? Well, anything for money. <laughs> Did you see how much sugar that has in there? It, probably a lot. I didn't see it, but probably a lot. It's more than a lot. It's. I think it might be a failure like our book and probably like, uh, you know, uh, what was a Beyonce sneakers from Adidas. They didn't go over too well either. <laughs> but uh, don't worry, people. Um, anybody going to New York... Your hotel room has been taken. <laughs> By illegals? <laughs> well, did, didn't you hear that the veterans got kicked out? And the illegals that are coming. Did you see that wave down there? I mean, come on, John. Did you see that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw I it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. all right. So, you know, we talked about guns. 28 states now have guns. And, and, you know, when you see that mass coming across there, we don't even know who these people are. Okay criminals, whatever, then I, you, you listen, you know they're not the best of the best because the best of the best comes in jets, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we know that we're not getting that. Yeah. And, um, you know, Soros uh, came out and said, no, I didn't have a heart attack. And, uh, you know, Elon was picking on Soros and somebody came back to attack him. And, and, and Elon said that, Soros is not good for our country here in the United States. Gee, that's an understatement. <laughs> yes. Uh, before we get to our bet, though, I'm going to just uh, bring up something. Uh, you know, I happen to live in Northfield, and uh, we bet, uh, we didn't bet, we voted, I think it was last November, this past November. So it's, you know, we're going on the sixth month uh, that the council over there in Northfield has. You know, known that uh, for the third time um, that the people of the city of Northfield approved marijuana. Okay, first time by 70 percent. And then they, 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 they wanted to make sure, so they voted again. And then we had a person, I believe, come in and make a wonderful presentation about a business that we could have there with the marijuana store there. And, you know... Uh, I don't know if they're getting the proper directioning or not, but they still are not clear on what, what they want to do or how they're going to do it, I guess. But did you notice Summers Point? No. Summers Point, listen, our, our council's been working on it for three years, and I believe that we've had a Republican majority. Sometimes that's not so good, John, to have a total majority in one party because it becomes a freight train. No matter what the public wants, as you can see right, right now, they don't right, get it. Right. But Summers Point, guess what? Yeah. They started about four months ago, and they're going to have a, uh, approval for a dispensary and a store. They already got locations and everything in four months, and Northfield can't do it in three years. <laughs> That's a long time. Yeah. So, you know, I actually I sent a, a little statement to one of our council people. I said, you know, 
the showboat build a water park faster than you can do that. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And, you That's know, right. sometimes they think that I'm picking on them, but I'm only talking about what you're not doing or doing. You know, sometimes, you know, see, the council goes, oh, you know, he's tough on a council. Nobody from council, you know, likes him. They used to be there. Well, I only talk about what you vote on and what you don't vote on. So if you don't like it, get out of the kitchen. Somebody wants to, uh, that's a quote from David Goldstein, I believe. Uh, all right, we'll get to you now, John. I concede. I concede. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, Daniel Cohen uh, was, uh, you know, that was the DeSantis' pick in Kansas. Didn't do so well. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw it. Third, yeah. okay. third, and then also in Jacksonville, his own state. You know, he lost that, 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 that one also. And, but the biggest thing is, is managing money. And so, the, you know, and I know that you can see that it's not about that. You see with the Sanders, you can see the sharks. When somebody as big as Christie can, feels that he can slide through a hole, <laughs> I thought you'd understand that's that a, one. That's a, that's a pretty big hole. <laughs> I mean, listen, I thought the hole was pretty narrow, but even Christie thinks he's got room to get through. You know, you've got problems. But the billion-dollar blunder of investment with Disney, I think that just – I don't know what Bob's going to say to you after this. But, Bob, listen, after everything that came out this week – and you could say nobody likes Trump, but I think that people are starting to understand, especially after that interview, what they really did to that man and how illegal it was. So we had the FBI, the CIA, the vice president, the president. Am I wrong? No. Okay. Right. So don't forget Rosenstein struck. Okay. And we had pencil neck shift who they're going to impeach and, and try to pull out of Congress for all his lies all going and digging into Donald J. Trump and suing him. So, you know, none of that was true. The media was jamming down on that. So now we know, you know, Bob and John, I'm glad, John, that you can see that. I would like maybe that if Bob concedes today, maybe you'll take us all, all three of us. <laughs> okay. Hey, listen. Is that fair? Listen, we got to run. Okay. Go ahead, Thanks for the call. <laughs> Uh, well, let's bring him on. Bob and Cave Hay. Hi, Bob. Good morning. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Hello, John. Hey, look, uh, you know, if Craig wants to call back in the next hour, 11 o'clock hour, I don't know what hour you have open, I'll be glad to talk about Trump and DeSantis. And, and you know, we, we can talk about it. If you can do a three-way call, I'll be glad to talk about it. Okay. Now, uh, I don't think I think it's too early to give up. All right, that's one thing. But well, let's save DeSantis. Let's save this for the hour. Where are you going to bring this up? Well, I want to talk about here. And look, the Trump forces, the DeSantis forces. Where I keep stressing this, but I guess my friend Craig just doesn't want to listen to it. <laughs> We're basically on the same team. That's here. right. That's so, right. But look, the the the. Diver this diversity problem that you you brought up, and that's really the topic of today's hour. All right, the uh, the harm that that's doing to this country, and you know the governor of Florida 
has actually done something about yeah, it. Yes, he has. Who else is who else is doing something about it? Now, the great Heather McDonald, she's written a couple books on, on this. One is The Diversity Delusion, a couple years ago. Terrific. Her latest book is called uh, Diversity Trumps Merit. Sorry. <laughs> I almost missed the punchline. But look, Diversity Trumps Merit. And, you know, the... the What's going on here is just so ludicrous. Yeah. Our medical schools, our medical schools. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you're you're not getting the most qualified people, and and it, and and the STEM research. Okay, science, technology, engineering, and math. That used to be free of of all these quotas. Well, guess what? It's more important now that people that are are hiring the scientists of the future that are, are going to be, and the researchers that are going to be competing with the ch- communist Chinese. Now, it, it's all about having the right racial numbers. And, you know, it, it just goes on and on. Pilot flight training. <laughs> you fly a commercial jetliner in 10 years. Yeah. Are you going to have the most qualified pilot, or are you going to have a racially diverse Un, not unqualified, maybe, but but not really well qualified pilots flying your plane. What do you want? And you know, there's an example here. There was, a, I believe, it was a FedEx or a United Parcel cargo jet. They had a black pilot on there that did so poorly in the stimulate in the simulator flight simulator testing that this guy. He had no business getting on a plane, no business at all. And, you know, he's a nice guy, apparently, but he had no business flying. Well, he made a huge pilot error. He destroyed the cargo plane, killed himself and and two other co-pilots. And, you know, when is this going to stop? Yeah, that's that's (laughs) a good question. When is it going to stop? Yeah. Just just a real, real personal note this morning. So I, I made my delicious, great blueberry whole wheat walnut pancakes. And you know what I used? I used a woke pancake mix. <laughs> now, and it got – now, Aunt Jemima, two years ago or so, was, was outlawed. Yes. The great Aunt Jemima yes. brand was yes. outlawed. Yes. And they rebranded to some some nondescript brand you never heard of. Pearl Milling. a really good pancake mix. But you know what? I mean, what, what are we getting to in this country? No, it's called you know? the uh, Pearl Milling Company. That, that's Correct. what it is. Pearl yeah. Milling, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... Well, glad you had a woke breakfast, Bob. (laughs) Yeah, it was a woke breakfast. You know, I I I I resisted the temptation to have racist pancakes. I had woke, politically acceptable pancakes. Okay, all right. Thanks for the call, Bob. (laughs) Yeah, it's Pearl Milling Company now. You see the box? It's the same as Aunt Jemima, but it's called Pearl Milling because you can't have a racist name like that. I'm John DeMassey. It's Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We'll try to get these uh, calls in. Tom and Andy 
Uh, and, and that's about it for this hour. And then we'll have our guests on for the 10 o'clock hour. So uh, we'll come back with final thoughts in hour number one after these words. The Bernie Friedenberg World War II Memorial will be unveiled in Atlantic City sometime in the near future. The memorial will be located in O'Donnell Park in Atlantic City, in close proximity to both the World War I Memorial and Stockton University. Bernie Friedenberg, a Silver Star recipient for his heroism on Omaha Beach on D-Day, will be honored with this memorial. In fact, the memorial will be unveiled on D-Day, June 6, 2023. Donations for this worthwhile cause are now being accepted. For more information or to donate, contact Bernie Friedenberg World War II Memorial, P.O. Box 652, Brigantine, New Jersey, 08203. Or you can donate online at BernieFriedenbergWorldWar2Memorial.com. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, let's get right to the calls. Tom and Little Egg. Tom, good morning. Welcome to Talk hey, With a Purpose. Tom, Alan, how you doing? I only want to talk about the stands only for about a couple of seconds. Listen, he's a helicopter man for Florida. He needs to stay there, finish his job out, then 2028 to be ready. Right now, he's just not groomed enough yet, basically. So just, you know, he's doing a great job in Florida. You know, you're going to run for president and you, know, and you only did one year of your second term as governor. Finish it out. Straighten out your state. The state's pretty good now. We'll be ready for you 2028. We're going to let Trump stuff back in one more time and he'll fix what? This administration destroyed, and then the Santas come in twenty twenty eight and keep it going. Yeah, that's the game plan between those two. Yeah, right I now, think I so. Think I game. think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. Yeah. I'm beginning. I yeah. thought at first that Trump couldn't win, but now I'm thinking he can win, and uh, DeSantis would be perfect because he runs in twenty eight and he gets a full eight years. So that's that. That's yeah. I think. What, what happened? What happened? I don't care anybody says, you know, was it cheated? Who cheated? Well, as I'm looking, you know, you, if you're going to sit in your basement and campaign and, and actually have this man run our country now, who's in as, well, he's not my president. I'm, not, I'm, I'm ashamed and embarrassed of him anyway. Every time I see him on TV, I, I, it's, it's just him and his wife should be put, well, he should, he should be put in a hospital. His wife should be put in jail. I mean, it's, 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 it's bad. I mean, I'm sorry, but it, that's how it is. <laughs> yeah. Listen, and the rest of the family. But you know, know, know what it all comes down to? You know, people say, like, you know, we had to give Trump a break, because think about it. He got in office 2015, wasn't a politician. And you have to understand, the first two years in there, he didn't know how Washington ran. Yeah. Listen, the man's pretty much a genius. He figured it out in four years. So when he comes back this time, oh, you know, you better watch out. And a lot yeah. of people go, you know what? I can't stand the way he talks. I go, well, then, let me ask you a question. When your parents used to punish you, say, go to your room for uh, a couple hours, you probably hated your parents, too, didn't you? And they go, yeah. 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 So there you go. That's Daddy, that's Daddy Trump. How's that? Look at it that way if you hate your parents. So <laughs> hey, Tom. Thanks for the call. <laughs> uh, let's, uh, real quick, Andy and Brigantine. Andy, good morning. I don't know how I don't know how quickly I can get through this because it's too 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 little time. So the party of diversity. I'm going to go through the presidential race. The party of diversity. Joe Biden, very old white guy. Bernie Sanders, very old white guy. Hillary Clinton, very old white woman. Elizabeth Warren, very old white woman. That that's that's the candidate or potential candidate from the party of diversity for yep. old white people. The Republican Party, the party of racists and white supremacists, right? Yeah. Donald Trump, old white guy. Ron DeSantis, young white guy. Asa Hutchinson, old white guy. 
But now you have Larry Elder, old black guy. Tim Scott, young black guy. Vivek Ramaswamy, young Indian guy. Nikki Haley, young Indian woman. But they're the party of white supremacists. Which party sounds like the party of diversity, John? Yeah, the Republicans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we're, we're, we're the party of old white people. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. So, uh... Now, uh, uh, one last thing. These um, FBI whistleblowers, yes. apparently apparently, they never got the memo from Chuck Schumer when he said, let me tell you, you take on the intelligence community, they have six ways from Sunday at getting back at you. Yeah. That's a direct quote from Chuck. I think they, I think they didn't catch the news that day or they missed, <laughs> they, they didn't get the email blast that day. Yeah. Uh, we, we, and I agree with the last caller. It's got to be Trump. If Trump and DeSantis are both in, Trump is going to destroy DeSantis, destroy him for the future because they're going to beat up on each other. You're going to have uh, a bloodied Ron DeSantis who will be useless in four years. He should wait it out until Trump gets in for four more and then eight years of DeSantis. I know. That, that sounds that, good. That sounds good. I, I like that. Andy, thanks yeah. a lot for the call. And if you want, you can call back in the next hour. 609-407-1450, that'll be the number. Hour number one. Wow, did that fly by? Hour number two is coming up. Barbara Forte and Doug Crawford. They are going to talk about the wind turbines and how they're against it and what you can do to stop it. I'm John DeMassey. Hour number one in the books. Hour number two on the way. Don't go away. FM and 1450 AM WPTG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John Damascus. Our number two, Talk with a Purpose, every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John Damasi. Good to have you with us. This is a uh, special hour because... A couple of weeks ago, we had uh, Rich Barely called in and he said, you know, we got to get involved in this wind turbine thing and killing whales and so on and so forth. And, you know, it was a, a fluke that this came about to me this particular week. So we're going to bring on in, uh, in a moment Barbara Forte. She is an attorney, but she's not acting in the capacity of an attorney, rather a concerned citizen, concerned homeowner. She has a home at the shore, and she don't want to see wind turbines <laughs> costing th- three billion. What, what did Seth say? Three billion. Uh, and also Doug Crawford. He is working with Protect Our Coast, New Jersey, and uh, he is an advocate for uh, why we should not have wind turbines. So we'll bring them both on here, and we'll discuss. The situation and how you can get involved as well. Barbara and Doug, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Morning. Thanks for having us on. Oh, my pleasure. Good morning. Uh, good morning, Doug, and good morning, Barbara. 
Uh, I'm going to start with you, Barbara. You're acting, as I said, as a private citizen in this. Why did you decide? I mean, you're a lawyer. You got enough to do. <laughs> Why did you decide to get involved with this? Well, it started last summer, if I can indulge you with my the history here, but I, I saw a sign on a neighbor's lawn, and, and I think it was actually a Protect the Coast New Jersey sign, which may have been the only you know, organization with putting signs out down here. Um, and I just assumed it was some emergent environmental issue that I was not aware of. So when I came home, I went on the website and I, I started to read this and, and I became aware of the wind turbines. And I'm embarrassed to say I, I really knew nothing about it. Um, I, you know, there were projects I was not aware of. And from what I was reading, these projects were so massive and so significant that it was hard to imagine that these were real or viable projects or that they would even be moving forward without a, a very significant amount of community involvement and knowledge. So I started asking friends, I started asking neighbors that, you know, have homes down at the shore. And and I asked a lot of people and I was sort of annoying. I managed to get wind turbines pretty much in every conversation I had for a while. And very surprisingly I don't think I encountered one person who I spoke to that knew anything about these projects. So I got more curious and I did some more research. And, and what I realized was at least these projects off the Jersey coast of which there's three, one, one is being done in two phases, the Ocean Winds Project and Atlantic, Atlantic Shores is a little north of us um, off Long Beach Island. What I realized were these, these were very real and serious possibilities and as outlandish as they seem they were moving very rapidly through a permitting process because there's substantial financial incentives to the developers through tax credits to get these projects permitted even if you know there's not a complete understanding and vetting of the impact of these projects um but as long as they are able to start construction before you know 2026 they, they are they are qualified so there is a you know, a rush to get these permitted and a rush to get these started. Um, as I realized they were also sort of on this accelerated path, I did a little more, you know, digging. And, you know, I, I realized that, you know, there's some serious concerns that people were raising. And it was a very small group of people because I don't think these were widely, people were not widely aware of what was going on. Um, so it was a very small group of people, and I saw their concerns. And they were raising concerns about the ocean and the, the ecosystem and national security and the local economies and property values and tourism and fishing industry and commercial and recreational building. Um, the fact that offshore wind, you know, is, is not the most efficient, you know, alternative source of energy. It's, it's very expensive to rate payers. And, and the list went on and on you know so uh, you, you saw it and, and as i see it this is harmful no matter which way you look at it right i mean there doesn't seem to be anything good about this well no and and then you know sort of december of last year came and and the whale started you know washing up on shore um so we had this unprecedented number of, you know, whale and dolphin deaths starting since, you know, December of 2021. So 
No, there there hasn't been, uh, you know, a lot. And, and the stark reality, John, is that while we don't even really understand the impact of one of these projects on their own, no one, to my knowledge, has done any kind of study looking at the cumulative effects. So we don't even know what the cumulative effects of the three projects off the South Jersey coast are. Never mind, these projects are scheduled plants up and down the east coast well well, wait a minute wait a minute they they said that the the wind turbines the drilling offshore had nothing to do with the whale deaths didn't you hear that (laughs) how how did they know that the next day (laughs) that's a good one oh It's yeah. uh, it's Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Barbara Forte is our guest, along with Doug Crawford. Both of them are, are I guess we can say, activists working with uh, Protect Our Coast New Jersey, an advocate for, uh, really, these wind turbines not to have them. And um, we're, we're talking to Barbara, and now we're going to talk to Doug Uh Doug Crawford, he's an advocate, and he's working with Protect Our Coast New Jersey. Doug, why did you get involved? Well, I think there's probably a lot of commonality amongst all of us that have gotten involved that follows right down the way Barbara talked. Uh, I'm I'm on the coast, too. I moved to Ocean City. I moved back to Ocean City after a lifetime away. I had been here in my teens. Um, actually, I rode on the Wonderland rides when I was probably two or three years old, and they're still there. Yeah. I could go ride on them today. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I come back to Ocean City, and after 50 or 60 years of experience of the coast, I find out that the coast is about to change out from under me. Yeah. That the whole skyline is going to be blighted by massive amounts of commercial industrialization. It's like, no, no, that's not what I came back here for. <laughs> Uh, and I want my grandkids to see the beauty of the coast the way it is. So I looked, I, I thought, okay, on the face of it, I don't like this. And as you just asked the question a few moments ago, there is there anything good about this? And I think it's just the hopium that the, uh, that the electricity will generated by the wind will make some Im- positive impact on the environment. And that is just a dubious, uh, assertion uh in this specific case uh because there's plenty to uh detract from from that being the the uh the case in fact there's tons of really harmful um known things and things we don't even know yet uh barbara went down a pretty good list let's hit a couple of them again Uh, my favorite is that 3,500, which is like the total count for Jersey, 3,500 turbines plus about three substations per 100. And a substation is a huge, like, offshore drilling size complex that collects the power and concentrates it and sends it down wires to the coast. There's there's three of them in our little uh, uh, ocean wind project that's off Ocean City. There's uh, 98 turbines there and three of these huge substations that have helicopter pads for landing. And uh, so, uh, so like, picture this, John. You got all this wind infrastructure farming right down the coast. (laughs) 
Now, I know that these are loaded by, by, the, by the materials provided by Orsted, that, that the sum total of the total plan is of 3,500 windmills plus their substations. I did the math. There's 25 million gallons of various fluids in the heads of these turbines and in the diesel fuels and generators on the substations. Now, imagine an attack on the East Coast Jeez. and a few jet fighters strifing the coast yeah. and, and, and destroying this stuff and dumping all this material into the sea, 25 million gallons. Don't you think probably that's an ecological disaster just waiting yeah. to happen? Yeah. So yeah. I, ca I call that a national security risk. Yeah. I'm not sure if our politicians are yet, but that's one of the things we're raising. Yeah, um, um, uh, interesting. And that's just one thing. Interesting story. So I'm sitting in my doctor's office. This is in Cherry Hill, and a woman says to me, "You know, I'm not going down the shore in September if they put these wind turbines up." And I said, uh, "Wait, wait a minute. They're not happening yet." I said, "It, it may happen. It may not happen." <laughs> but do you see? That's what's in the minds of people. That they're a, they're already yes. not they're already saying wait a minute I'm not going I'm not going down the shore and and guess what if everybody yeah. if everybody says that we're cooked we're I mean, cooked yeah, yeah. Uh, sure sure um, uh, you're absolutely right here's what the the documentation from them says says about what it'll look like here Atlantic City the turbines <laughs> will be visually dominating dominating the ocean view. Uh, Lucy from Lucy uh, the elephant in Margate, they say it'll be a significant draw of attention uh, to like a fence, a visual barrier from the Galleon Pier. Major focus of viewer attention, low to moderate scenic quality. That's what they they say the visual impact will be. Yeah, That's no, they the, being there you go. the manufacturer. There you go. So yeah, uh, and our our uh, local uh, officials on this expect an instant 15% drop in uh, in our uh, business uh, here at the shore. And that's that's pretty significant. I mean, let's face Extremely. it. A lot of people. How can we survive that after, that, that, after, after the economy? Yeah. Go ahead, John. We had that in the pandemic, remember? <laughs> so yes, sir. Now, now we need another one to survive. Um, let's bring back Barbara. Yep. Um, Barbara, we were talking about some of the problems, uh, some of the other problems that we didn't talk about that, that the wind turbines can cause, uh, besides tourism, uh, what about fishing uh, and so on? Yeah, well, I, you know, we've heard some of the fishing folks speak, um, they're a little compromised because they're actually, a lot of the fishers are, fishermen are frightened of losing their licenses. Um, so some of them will not speak out against the wind turbines. Um, but our understanding is that when Boehm put the leases in place, um, they did not take the time to deconflict the fishing ground areas you know, before they cited the leasing areas. So they are potentially in, you know, very um, you know, in, important fishing areas. Uh, they have not taken into consideration the marine radar interference with the offshore wind turbines making you know, transit during, you know, fog, dark and inclement weather, you know, dangerous to impossible 
you know, for the, you know, the commercial fishermen. So, um, yeah, it's expected to have, it, it, yeah, it, it was, it, it's been described as the single largest risk to the fishing industry off the East Coast. Boy, talk about destroying us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, tourism, forget that. But fishing, I mean, that's, that's a really big one. So, mm-hmm. I mean, how can we recover from that? I, I, I just don't understand uh, it. Go ahead, Doug. Uh, so, I, I don't know how we could recover from it. Um, it's almost like they don't care. Maybe, uh, you know, from a high level, it's offset by the leasing the leasing uh, dollars that they'll get from, from leasing the land out there that they never would have been able to lease to anybody else. So uh, I, I wonder, we wonder how they can just kiss goodbye the tax revenue to the state that's going to be lost. And so that that's kind of a mystery to me. I'm still trying to figure that part out. Well, uh, Orsted is buying off a lot of people. Oh, that, okay, maybe. Uh, mm-hmm. That's for sure. Uh, I mean, we've we, heard that. We assume so. I don't know if anybody can can prove that in the court of law. Things seem to be very hard to prove uh, in the court of law these days, or even get to the court, right? Yeah, um, yeah. But that's a good point. It, that there's probably well, we expect there's a good bit of corruption that's making this come to to uh, fruition. We don't know. Seems like it. Yeah, uh, can only speculate. If you uh, have some questions for Doug or for Barbara, 609-407-1450 is our number. 609-407-1450. We're going to save this for after the break. We're coming up shortly on a break. Uh, But we're going to talk about the uh, May 27th walk and how that's uh, significant and how you want people to get involved. So uh, we will will get back to Barbara and Doug in just a moment. Uh, Talk with the purposes of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG. Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. We'll get back to more of our guests and more of uh, what we're talking about here because, uh, believe it or not, this is an important issue. And if you think about it, if if, if this thing comes to pass, I, I'm afraid we're cooked. I, I really am. So we'll, we'll talk about that after the break. Talk with a purpose, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey, uh, coming back with more Talk with a Purpose in just a moment. But first, I want to talk about, well, there's no controversy here. We say that all the time because we talk about controversial issues on the show. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And, you know, a friend of mine was telling us that he's bought some uh, pre-owned Lexus and... <laughs> 200,000 miles, 250,000 miles. Hey, that's nothing. You know, if you want to get the Lexus now, a brand new and keep it for the next 15 years, well, hey, that's what that's what you're going to get. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road in EHT. Online at aclexus.com. That's aclexus.com. And I've told you, I've been driving Lexus since 2007. Never drove another car since then. And believe me, it's a, it's a pleasure to drive every day. Every day, it's a pleasure. It's just smooth, and it's just the way I like the ride to be. And, of course, if you like a different kind of ride, they have all kinds of cars for all kinds of rides that you like. Check it out for yourself. 
aclexus.com is the website. You'll see some news, some pre-owned, but you check it out, aclexus.com. Remember, Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. When you go in there, no pressure, no hype. They just let the car sell itself, which it does. aclexus.com is the website, Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. We are coming back with more Talk With a Purpose in just a moment. I'm Seth Grossman for LibertyAndProsperity.com. Last month, we blew up the electric power plant by milepost 28 of the Garden State Parkway. That's because woke Democrats blocked a natural gas pipeline needed to keep it in operation. Because of this, power shortages and blackouts will soon be normal. That's why Atlantic City Electric is installing so-called smart meters. It wants to quickly cut back or shut off electricity to any home or business it selects. We'll also get big increases in our electric bills. Electricity from solar panels and ocean wind turbines is very expensive for many reasons. That's why utility companies are now advertising massive new government programs to give free electricity to low-income families, including illegal immigrants. Learn the details and what we can do about it. Visit libertyandprosperity.com. Help us reach more people, join our weekly breakfast, donate what you can to keep us on the air and online. Libertyandprosperity.com. Thanks. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, our guests, Barbara Forte. She is an attorney, but she's not acting in the capacity uh, as an attorney. She's just a regular private citizen here on this program. Doug Crawford, working with Protect Our Coast, New Jersey. He's an advocate for... uh, no wind turbines, and both of them are, and uh, we'll continue to talk to them. But first, some folks want to talk to Barbara and Doug. Linda in Apsika. Linda, good morning. You're on with Barbara Cook and Barbara Forte and uh, Doug Crawford. Hi, good show. Hi, Barbara. Hi, Doug. Um, and uh, Doug just answered my question I uh, when, when you just left. Um, so, um, yeah, so New Jersey, it looks like they've already um, placed the necessary regulations so that our, our our cities in this area that there's there's no home rule you've lost that which I never thought could ever be possible until this all happened with Orsted and New Wales and so it, it's like it's already done and there isn't anything we can do about it even the defense department doesn't like what's being done with the seven states on the eastern coast and it is wrong it's un-american and um it just seems well, like this is an exercise in futility well, and it well, um, be. <laughs> linda let's let them answer that uh you said there's nothing we can do uh doug barbara is, is that true you want to take it barbara i'll take it um well i will you can take it from here but, but let me just add um yep, go ahead. Mm-hmm. have some faith we 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 all get a little um frustrated um as well with the you know what what we're observing what we're seeing but there are um there is litigation in process there there's several organizations safe l b i is one you know of the similar groups to protect our coast new jersey um they have filed litigation last year. Uh, and they've recently filed a second lawsuit um, that all pertains to the Atlantic uh, Shores project. Um, and there is, you know, litigation on the horizon with respect to the other projects. So um, there are things that are being done. 
so don't lose hope yet. Um, and I know, and Doug, maybe you can speak to more to the Ocean City. I, I know that Ocean City has um, raised a defense. They have not. Uh, they have not issued the permits that or the easements that they're required to, or that they've been asked to um, issue, which which speaks to the whole um, removal of home rule matter. So. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, they have actually refused to issue the permits to Orsted, and they have been, you know, in litigation ever since. And Orsted recently sued them, I think, last week or the week before. Okay. Um, well, that's that's one yep. thing. Uh, Doug, you want to add into that? Yeah. So um, that, that's right. The the legal – we think the strongest fight against this is, is all kinds of legal injunctions that are being uh, done uh, – our mayor, fortunately, like Barbara just said, is blocking them from starting work, uh, preparation work here on the island, uh, not giving them the, the, the passes. And it is true that, um, that our home rule has been, has been taken away. Uh, it's like uh, whatever the federal government wants, they're able to just impose on uh, state, local um, things. So, but... Protect Our Coast NJ is a good site to go to for more information. ProtectOurCoastNJ.com. And there is a Get get Involved link there. Um, we think the legal aspects are the best to block this for and, and make it uh, unfeasible un, uh, to, to do the project uh, by delaying it to the point where it's costing them too much and they have to cow, turn tail, and, and go home. Um, the other things that we can do to bolster that is we need to get all the public awareness. All the people that visit the coast have to understand that the coast is, is in danger of changing for a long time, if not forever. And they have to understand what this is going to look like. We have lots of photographs now and artist renditions of what this is going to look like. They've got to be calling their their representatives and put all the politicians on notice that this is is a a risk to us. It doesn't serve us. It's going to cost us more in electricity. Mm-hmm. We don't want it. And if you don't represent that, your career's over. You're done. Right. Does that, and, uh, and I think that that can make a difference. We'll see. Does that help you, Linda? Appreciate you. Thanks a lot. Appreciate you guys. I, oh, I oh and it. and today, today, if you want to do something today, come out to. Uh, uh, where are we going, Barbara? It's the Performing <laughs> <laughs> Arts Center at seventy-eight hundred four Amherst Avenue in Margate. Um, there is a, a, an offshore wind forum. It's blended. It's very informative. They did one in Brigantine and back in February. It's the same group of folks speaking for the most part. Uh, the mayor of Brigantine, Vince Sarah, will be speaking. Um, Vince is a great guy. He, he took a lead of, he was the first mayor to, um, you know, uh, issue a, a resolution for a 30 day moratorium on the wind turbines, which led to you know, many other mayors uh, following suit. Uh, U.S. Representative Jeff Andrew will speak, State Senator Vitz, uh, Paul Stina, um, Dr. Bob Stern. Who okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, Barb. We got to get to the one other thing that they can do, too, uh, before yeah. we tell them all about who, all those people. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, we have a bridge walk in Ocean City coming. We're going to go and, and walk out to the bridge 
uh, Memorial Day, Saturday, Memorial Day weekend. One week from today. One week from today with signs, and we're going to stand there while all the people that come to Ocean City enter the island. They're going to get educated that the wind turbines are a problem. And then up on the boardwalk all summer long, we're going to be educating what this is going to look like and what they can do. So come to our bridge walk if you're, if that's another thing you can do. Linda, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Andy and Brigantine. Andy, good morning. You're uh, on Talk of the Purpose. You're on with uh, Barbara and Doug. Good morning, folks. Um, yeah, I live in Brigantine. I've had a house here uh, for 20 years, lived here full time for six years. Um, so, uh, could any of you tell me, I know the answer, but do you know who is the third largest manufacturer of wind turbines in the world? Third largest. Yes. Um, ding, 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 China. Oh, China. they're only the third? China. Yes. <laughs> okay. So that, that that right there ought to answer a lot of the questions as to why they're doing this. Um, we have a president right now who is funding oil drilling in Indonesia, where Barack Obama grew up, even as he closes our own pipelines and stops us from drilling here to make us energy independent again as we were just a few years ago. The goal here, the goal here is to put the country, take the country off of a very inexpensive, reliable energy source, which is fossil fuels, and put us on a very expensive, unreliable energy source, which is electricity that is generated by unreliable sources like solar and wind. Okay. The more you depend on electricity for your energy, the more the government can control how much energy you use because the government controls the power grids, the energy grids, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, the the uh, fossil fuels, uh, the, the people who drive so-called electric cars, how is the electricity generated? For those electric cars, it's generated by burning fossil fuels, coal, diesel, natural gas. Okay. You look at California where you cannot charge your so-called, and I say so-called because they're really not electric cars because you need the fossil fuels to generate the electricity to charge the car. So in California, you can't even charge your so-called electric car between the hours of four and 9 p.m. The power, the, 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 we cannot produce enough electricity to, to power the electric items that we have right now. So using an, even an unreliable source to create the electricity means that we will have even less electricity to power the things we need, which means even more brownouts and more blackouts. So, okay. The, the yeah. goal here, the goal here is to control people. If you are plugged into an, if you, if you have an electric stove, if you have an electric car, they will decide how often you use those things and for how long. It's about control. Now, now talk about this green movement. It benefits China. The components for the solar panels, they're made in China. 
As I mentioned, the wind turbines, China, the third largest manufacturer in the world, all of these green things benefit China. Now, we all share the same climate. We have one planet. And as John alluded to very early in this conversation, they're telling us that the reason these whales and dolphins are dying and beaching themselves is because of climate change. Well, they've been talking about climate change for 30 years. So wouldn't it make sense that the whales and the dolphins would have been washing up on the beaches in disproportionate numbers all over the world over the past 30 years? No. It's just recently we are seeing the whales and the dolphins washing themselves up on East Coast beaches, which just coincidentally happens to be happening at the same time that they're using sonar to map the bottom of the ocean to find locations for these wind turbines. Yeah. It's worse than that. John, can I jump in here? Yeah, on, sure. On sure. That? Go ahead. That, that was a great education on, on some of the geo, geopolitical issues with the electricity, and thank you for that, uh, caller. Andrew, um, Andy, thanks so for the call. A really dirty aspect of the, the whales watching up is that, you know, New Jersey shrugs its shoulders, puts its hands out and says, hey, beats the heck out of us while the, why these are washing up. It, it probably doesn't have anything to do with our exploration for the turbine sites. How did they know explosive. that? How did they know so that? They don't know that. Yeah. But here's, here's, the, here's the rub that I discovered and most of us discover once you start talking to some of the activists is that the plans for each of the uh, wind farm sites has a list of all the animals that they expect to have to kill to get these things built. Jeez. There, the, there's, it's called the take list. And, and New Jersey has approved those plans and approved of those animals to be fodder for building these things. It's an acceptable loss to them. Jeez. That's it's documented. Unbe- that's it's documented. unbelievable. Unbelievable. And it's approved. That's the truth. I, I, we have we have the plans. The plans are published. And the take lists listing the count of dolphins, the count of different species of whales that they, that Orsted in this case, because Orsted made this, this thing, has disclosed. You know, they legally have to disclose a lot or else things can come back on them, right? Yeah. So they disclose w- what they expect to have to die, and New Jersey has approved it. So, you know, explaining, you know, just how these things died, our best theory is that the explosive uh, seismic uh, charges to find what I believe is to find the bedrock level in the ocean so they know how to mount the poles and where they can mount them, how deep they have to go, those explosions that test that break up the uh, animal's ability to use their own senses, their sonar, and they, uh, they're confused. They, they want to get away from those. They go to the surface because the explosions are down at the f- floor, the seabed. They come to the surface. They get hit by things or they, they starve. And uh, so they're casualties. We are uh, we're coming up on a break, Doug and, and Barbara. Sure. Uh, we're we're going to take talk more about this. Talk with the purposes. Okay. The show Saturdays nine till noon. WPG Talk Radio ninety five point five. Barbara Forte, Doug Crawford, our guests. Uh, we're talking about the wind turbines and uh, how harmful they are to uh, to uh, just about everything.
609-407-1450. you got a couple of calls, and uh, we'll talk more about the walk next Saturday in Ocean City. Uh, and really, we'll increase the awareness of uh, what is happening here. 609-407-1450. I'm John DeMassey. More with Barbara and Doug and you in just a moment. The market is up. The market is down. I know from day to day, there's a fair amount of volatility. You worry, I worry. We all worry, but not so much when you have a sound financial plan that doesn't depend completely on the market. Hi, I'm Joe Yakovich with this Money Minute. You'll find some real insights in my new book, The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In this book, I explain in detail how I approach financial planning, retirement, insurance, and many other topics. For a free copy of my book, The Heart of Your Money, simply contact my office at 856-751-1771. That's 856-751-1771. Or you can email me at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. I'm Joe Yakovich with This Money Minute, and thanks for listening. Chances are you've tasted the delicious fruits and vegetables from B.F. Mazio, but didn't know it. That's because B.F. Mazio has a huge wholesale division that delivers to area restaurants, schools, hospitals, and more. If you own a restaurant or run a commercial kitchen, call B.F. Mazio's wholesale division at 609-641-6608. That's 609-641-6608. And don't forget, B.F. Mazio at 601 New Road in Northfield. Call 609-641-6608. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. Periods of rain this afternoon, just a wet start to the weekend with I-71. Mostly cloudy tonight with a couple of showers, low 58. Partly sunny though tomorrow, warmer, the start of another extended stretch of dry weather, my friend, the high 80. And back to the grind on Monday, partly sunny, pleasant for that high 77. I'm AccuWeather's Ruth O'Brien on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, our guests, Barbara Forte, Doug Crawford, and we could say they're saving the whales, but then we could say they're saving the fish, they're saving the tourism, they're saving they're saving everything. <laughs> what aren't they saving with this no wind turbines? It's unbelievable. We, uh, we have some calls. Uh, we'll get to them. Uh, Al in Corbin City. Al, good morning. You're on with Barbara and Doug on Talk With a Purpose. You forgot the birds. Yeah. Because they have saved the birds. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, thank you. Um, And the other thing is that uh, um, I said this before: they're taking these things down in Norway. Yeah, yeah. They're taking them down. They found them not to work, not to apply enough energy to make it worthwhile, and they're putting open coal plants. And you know, uh, just just uh, as a sideline. I, you know, I have some family that has COP. I had some family have uh, um, allergies or uh, oh, my brain's not functional yet. I'm a chef. I work at night. Um, <laughs> but, 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 but the, the gas stoves have been around for I, oh, at least uh, I'm 70, so 70 years that I know of. Me too. And they haven't. And they haven't, I have never heard anybody say anything about that's going to make somebody sick. That's going to make you, your, your, um, your allergies worse or whatever. It's, it's a bunch of nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have enough, enough, enough natural gas to, 
to supply what we need electri- electrically in this country without forgetting about nuclear. But what how, we have still, I've asked and asked, where is the information about the, the uh, windmills in Atlantic City that have been sitting there for 10 years? Where's the, where is the uh, amount of electricity? Every time I've gone by, maybe one or, one's running and the other three are sitting dead. Yeah, yeah. Good point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I, I listen, I'm not against green energy. I got solar on my house, all right? It makes sense. I'm saving money. I mean, that's the idea. And, you know, if we've hooked up with natural gas and, and say just we have 100 years worth of it, within the next 100 years of the advancement of science, I'm sure we can figure out how, a way to, um, to deal with this and have more green energy. But no, that's great thinking. you know it doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, common sense yeah. seems to go out the window. Yeah, I have a, have a great day. God you, bless you too. Thanks, thanks for the call, Al. Uh, John in Ocean City. John, good morning. Sorry, yeah, so those uh, turbines are being built by our friendly neighborhood CCP. Boy, I can retire to Bedlam now. Yeah, can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, we hear you. I got a messed up phone. Anyway, uh, yeah, they blew up the. Uh, BLN and generating plant over in Beasley Point, even before they had those idiotic windmills put up, right? Yeah, yeah. So they, can, they can buffalo their way through with these things. So now, uh, I, I believe we should take up with the hydroelectricity that was left off of World War II. And also, they want to develop uh, nuclear energy for for, uh, for peaceful purposes, but they're saying it's too dangerous, even though we have enough bombs to blow up the world a thousand times over. So how come, it's, this might be a question for politicians maybe, but... How come they can buffalo their way through all this insanity, but we can't do anything about it? Thanks. Thanks, John. Thanks for the call. Uh, you want to uh, talk again about the next week, May 27th. Uh, what's the purpose of the walk? Uh, so the purpose of the walk is uh, to educate the people arriving at the seashore. We expect, you know, the big uh, Saturday morning crowds coming over the bridge at 9th Street into Ocean City, uh, we want to give them the first taste that the, the offshore wind turbines need to be stopped. And uh, so they'll be, we'll have the typical, you know, save the whale uh, signage and, and all that, everything. We'll have a mass of people with a show of um, information uh, that they can absorb as they drive by and they see sign after sign after sign after sign. Uh, that they'll, everybody will know something's up. <laughs> uh, you um, are you going to be all along the Ninth Street Bridge because that's a, a pretty pretty good run. Uh, where are you going to be actually? We, we so it's an unorganized, unsponsored event, almost like a flash crowd kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, so we don't know who's coming. Uh, we just told uh, we have um, put signs around and inv- invited people and done the social media posts just to say, hey, br- build a sign and come stand at the bridge. So we might fill uh, maybe the whole downside of the of the bridge in Ocean City towards the welcoming center. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know. We If we have a, a hopefully a very long line of signs. <laughs> yeah. We don't know how many. Uh, now, is this going to be from 10 to 10 to what? Ten to 10. Uh, yes, ten, ten to 
10 to 2, four okay. hours. Okay. So it's not just walk onto the bridge and walk off and, you know, say, yay, we, we did the walk. It's, uh, it's there to educate. Okay. Uh, will you, uh, will one of you, uh, take the, um, responsibility to call into the show? From there? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll do it. Okay. Yeah, sure. I'll call in. Okay. Uh, you call in about, uh, 10 15 and we'll, we'll take your call. You got it. All right. We'll tell you what's going on. Okay. Now, what else can we do? Uh, I know that Senator Palestina had a, um, a survey and I signed it and I'm against it and all that stuff. Uh, and Don Guardian was on our show a couple weeks ago. He's against it. Claire Swift, they're all against it. Uh, what, what else can we do other than the walk next week? What else can we do as a group to, to really stop this thing? Barbara, I'm going to take a shot. Yeah, well, each one of these groups, as I mentioned before, um, is is pursuing various forms of litigation. So each one of them, uh, Protect Our Coast New Jersey, uh, Save LBI, they're all you know raising funds for for legal fees, and legal costs. So if you go to their websites, um, you know, take a look. Contributions are, are you know appreciated and welcome. And would go far towards um, their legal legal defense funds. Um, Let me add something there, okay, if I may, John. Sure. So, a little history. I've I've read uh, from sources that nationalist China was defeated by communist China simply because they didn't put up enough muster. They didn't put enough of their treasure into the play to to win, and uh, so. I, I think we have to really trust these folks that want to do the legal challenges and really get behind them and open up our wallets and dump some money in more than we're used to, like giving and donations, if we want to stop this thing. So, you you uh, know what? I'll I, I tell you what you want to do. When you're driving on the expressway and you're coming to uh, the end, you just look up at those those wind turbines and imagine – a lot of them <laughs> on your coast. Now, you know, they're, they're no. pretty ugly, but there's just a couple of them. So you pass it by and you don't think anything of it. But can you imagine? And somebody said, yeah, one of them goes and the other three aren't going. And can you imagine that? Like yeah. a lot of them? <laughs> I, I imagine them every day. Yeah. John, do you know the view from Ocean City looking towards Atlantic City north? Have you been on the boardwalk? Yes. Yes. Have you seen, like, the Atlantic City skyline from the Ocean City Boardwalk? And yeah. you can see the casino yeah. building? Yeah. So these 1,000-foot-tall wind turbines will be a third taller than the tallest building that you see there. Wow. On the Atlantic City. Wow. Skyline. And that's, that's the visual impact. And if you're anybody who visits the shore, uh, if you're an adult, stick your arm out and align your bottom of your thumbnail to the to the horizon and the height of your thumbnail over the horizon out there on the should be about the 10 mile uh height of a thousand foot tall windmill so there's two two ways yes we'll see them we'll see them all the time they'll be in our peripheral they'll be blinking at night yep that's what you gotta Uh. do Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, we have a couple more people who want to talk to you. Phil is in Ocean City. Phil, good morning. You're on with Barbara and Doug and Talk for the Purpose. 
Good morning, everyone, and thank you for your time and effort towards putting forward this. Um, you know, this is about informing the people up and down the entire East Coast, right? This yes, is sir. an experimental wind farm that, like Doug mentioned, these wind, they've never installed turbines that were a thousand feet tall. So this is what I would consider experimental as to whether or not this is even going to work. You know, they have been successful legal fights up north to stop the construction of these wind farms. So again, donating uh, to the legal funds is probably the number one uh, cause that we can, uh, people want to contribute to. There's protectourcoastnj.com. There's links to making donations. Um, and the other thing that people can do is write letters to their local politicians. Yeah. And ask them where they're, you know, what is their view on this? Because with the elections coming up, it's important that the politicians know how New Jersey residents stand. And this is all across New Jersey. This is just not an east, you know, the coastline. And um, the Protect Our Coast, uh, we had a, we have over 500,000 people who have signed that petition. And that is a lot of, that's a major percentage of the voters in New Jersey. So that's important that the politicians understand where the people of New Jersey stand on this issue. Thanks thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, Phil. Uh, and I also, I know that uh, Jeff Andrew is against it, Palestine is against it, Guardian's against it, Swift's against it, uh, and who knows who else is against it. But, uh, a lot of people are against it. Uh, one more call, John in Ocean City. John, good morning. You're on Talk with the hey. Purpose. You're on with Doug and Barbara. Hey, how you doing? Um, my thing is, wouldn't it start with the people accepting these wires? Like, they're, I feel like they're being invited down to the old uh, BL England Generation Station. And the people that own that land, the development group, wouldn't they hold like a uh, responsibility in it to either like shut it down or, or would they have a say in shutting it down? I would think. Uh, Doug, I mean, you wanna, Doug, you want to answer that? Uh, are you uh, alluding that if the wires can't come ashore, then they can't build the project? Is that, that the idea you're espousing? Yeah, I mean, that's. I mean, if somebody owns all these all this land that these wires have to oh, go across, they they've taken right aways. The the eminent domain uh, uh, trumping trumping all that. Okay. Yeah, they they've 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 already planned their corridors uh, long ago. They planned the corridors, and uh, uh, I, I can't speak really technically about it but the the language i've heard is that eminent domain and uh the takeaway of home rule just has made everyone powerless to stop those lines except that ocean city just won't let them actually start digging <laughs> they're yeah. blocking the the form, formally blocking the permitting and um, zoning changes that that allows them to actually start to prospectively dig the trenches so that the project will won't be behind, so we're, we are delaying them actually already. They're they're off their timeline, so I've heard because of this. So uh, there, there's maybe some play to what you're talking about, but uh, I I think that the it's kind of been trumped from that. Yeah, angle. yeah. John, uh, thanks a lot for the thank call. You. Appreciate it. Uh, Doug and Barbara, we we thank you for your time one more time. Uh, the walk is next Saturday, 10 to 2, the uh, the Ninth Street Bridge in Ocean City. 
Uh, right. You want everybody to come out, and uh, you'll you'll be calling in, Doug. That's your assignment. Yep. <laughs> we we also I will yes, sir. I thank you very much for inviting me to. Uh, we also do have a fundraiser on the island coming up June tenth. You can look for that on social media. It's going to be at the, our VFW somewhere up at forty something Street. Um, another opportunity to uh, get together, learn more about this, uh, and uh, make contributions to the legal fund. And what's the website again, Doug? Uh, protectourcoastnj.com. Okay. Uh, and then, and save, and don't forget, Save LBI is an ex- excellent organization. Um, there's Save. SaveLBI.org. Dot org. Yeah. Okay. Barbara, Doug, thank hey, you very much. Have, Barbara, do I have it right? Is it dot com for us? Uh, protect. Yes, dot com. Okay. Um, Yes, dot com. All right. Thanks a lot. Both of you, thanks a lot. Continued uh, good luck with that. Continued success. And uh, keep us posted on on your progress. Okay? Thank you, John. Thank you. Okay. Final thoughts on hour number two here on Talk With a Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We will come back with some final thoughts after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. If you want to listen to any of our shows at any time, just whenever you feel like it, all you do is Google John DeMassey Podcasts and all the shows come up. I mean, we're close to 200 shows. So you can pick and choose what you want to listen to and you listen to it anytime you want. It's called the On Demand of Radio. Google John DeMassey Podcasts and all the shows come up. It's that simple. Talk with the purposes our show Saturdays nine till noon WPG Talk Radio ninety five point five, and I'm John DeMassey. Boy, that that really I shouldn't be surprised at the amount of calls that we had for that. But you know, I, I'm glad that we did, and I'm glad that we did this because I mean, like I said, Rich said a couple of weeks ago, get involved. Well, the, the <laughs> one way we can do it here is to put them on the air. And, and tell them like it is. And speaking of, <laughs> yeah. 
he he must uh, must be listening. Rich Barely's on the line. Rich, good morning. Welcome to hey, Talk of the Purpose. Good morning. How are you? Good. Well, did uh, we did I, we do the job for you or what? Yes, you did. I'm calling to thank you. I caught the tail end of it. Unfortunately, I had a commitment, but thank you very much. You're doing a fantastic job with helping with the uh, uh, keep uh, the windmill situation in the forefront. Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's so imp- it's so important, and uh, you heard I, I believe with the gentleman protect our coast. That's a fantastic organization. In fact, I'm on my way right now to the Margate meeting to, to try to set up, and I'm going to put um, Jeff Andrew, Congressman, has some uh, stop the windmill signs. I'm going to put up on Jerome Avenue, and then um, I'll be attending as I called in last week. Um, on the walk across the bridge. Um, The number one thing I just wanted to point out to your audience is that participation and not only going to these events, but it's very important, um, as you know I do, reach out to our public officials, Republican and Democrat. Uh, To me, this isn't a a political issue. Obviously, um, one side of the aisle is pushing it. But we're all citizens of the, the great state of uh, New Jersey. It's our ocean that will be destroyed. And the bottom line, it's a technology that's inconsistent and will not work. I listened to um, Seth Grossman on your show earlier. Yeah. And he was really hitting the nail on the head about the inconsistency of this uh, form of energy. It's it's not like we have constant winds all the time. Yeah. And for solar, for solar, like a day like this, you get nothing. Yeah. And you cannot store this energy. It's totally, uh, it's going to totally uh, whack us in our uh, energy bills. Even if you don't, which I do immensely, care about the dead mammals that continuously show up. I don't know if you, you or your audience are aware of this as well. The, um, I saw in a paper, and I could email it to you, the acceptable um, dead carnage, meaning dead whales and dolphins, for this project is, I believe, either 2,000 or 2,200 dead whales or, or dolphins. Whoa. That's what's acceptable oh. uh, for the, uh, you know, permitting this, um, I call it the devil of the sea. Yeah, yeah. And which, which it is, but... There's just numerous reasons why we should get off our butts and do and reach out to the mayors, reach out to the assembly and the senators and get our um, state back again. This was shoved down our throat. Oh, it sure was. With, with just, just like you just said uh, just a little earlier about the, uh, the eminent domain and so forth. And they actually, I, I believe it was in 2018, um, passed uh, legislation uh, uh, legislation to prohibit the um, cities from uh, being able to uh, for home rule and to to block uh, the transmission lines going in uh, you know cities yeah so um, that's what it's all about yeah that, that's what it's all, uh, all like about marxism or and and i don't mean to go to extreme but it is Marxism or a dictatorship that's, um, you know, stripping the citizens' rights away. Okay, Rich, thanks for the call. we got to run. Coming up against the clock, 
Hour number two, a lively hour in the books. Hour number three, talk with a purpose on the way. You know what we say, don't go away. FM and 1450 AM WPTG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John Damascus. Hour number three, Talk with a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Good to have you with us as always. Boy, what a lively hour we just had with this whole situation of the wind turbines we were talking during the break, and I can't believe this, but the wind turbines, if they were to happen, a thousand feet in the air, a thousand feet with a red light on top of it, blinking. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's really going to do wonders for tourism, isn't it? Uh, well. Well, anyway, hour number three, a couple of things on the table. Um, Reparations. (laughs) It won't go away. And one of our favorites is in the news. Representative Cori Bush from Missouri. Oh, she's a Democrat, of course. And um, she won't let it go. And also, we're going to talk about... You know, companies are laying off people and denying stock dividends. But they're, we talked about this in the first hour, but they're giving money, (laughs) $3.1 billion to racial programs. Yeah. So uh, we'll talk about that uh, as well. So, um, but first let's, uh, let's get to Bob and Kate May. Bob, good morning. You're on Talk With a Purpose. Hey, good morning, John. I uh, assume this hour you're going to talk about Governor DeSantis and his yes, announcement for, yes, for president. Yes, okay. I am. So, so look, points I want to make about about DeSantis okay, is that he's a once in a generational statesman. That's my opinion of him, but that's also that's also the reality. If we look at the results, the conservative positive results that the governor of Florida has produced for the citizens yes. of the state of Florida. Yes, he has. Now, now the, 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 you know, we're, we're looking at for decades, for decades, conservatives have complained about racial quotas, about the, the injustice of racial quotas, the re- reverse discrimination involved in racial quotas. Yes. Florida has finally, finally done something about it. Yes, they have. Okay. okay. So, again, for decades we've been complaining about illegal immigration. (laughs) Well, Florida has finally, and this is just recently, you know, the winds keep coming for the conservative move. Florida has now imposed some of the strictest standards on hiring illegal immigrants, on driver's licenses not being honored, for illegal immigrants, and 
you know, I got a call from a fellow that builds pools for me down there, and he's up in arms. He's a big Trump supporter, used to like DeSantis, will never vote for him again because, you know what, his workforce is all leaving. Now, that's a two-edged sword. I understand that. Yeah. But we're, we're finally getting some results limiting abortions. I didn't say eliminating abortions, but conservatives have been clamoring for that for decades. We have that in Florida now. And, and again, my friend Craig brought up the billion-dollar project that Disney is pulling from Florida. Well, too bad, Disney. And, and, you know, are we going to let woke corporations continue to push us around? the conservative movement. Are we going to let them continue to do that? That's why Tucker Carlson's off the air. Seth Grossman was absolutely correct. The advertisers left Tucker's show because they're in being influenced by a small group yes. of radicals, yes. far leftist radicals. And that's what happened with Disney in Florida. Far leftist radicals persuaded Disney officials to go with their far-left agenda that most Americans totally oppose. And in Florida, the voters, they, they made their decision, okay? The Florida voters gave Ron DeSantis the greatest mandate of, uh, a governor has ever gotten in his last election. And Disney, they, they can, their, their project, okay, let them pull their project. That's fine. We are not going to let, in Florida, DeSantis made a decision. He is not going to let Disney impose their agenda. That's Meaning, right. That's right. Teaching, teaching third graders or even kindergarten students that, that it's okay to dress. If you're a boy, it's great to dress like a girl. Uh, and all the rest with these crazy alternative lifestyle you know that is not okay you know bob and, and the funny thing is and i said this before and maybe i said it to you disney's market is that age group like the age of of two till like eight that's their major market and they're advocating for six and seven year olds to dress like girls or Boys that dress like girls and girls that dress like boys. I, it doesn't make sense. I mean, you know, they, they should leave it alone. Really. They should leave it alone. And, and, and all these major corporations, they should just ma focus on maximizing their profits. You know, they, they are committing self-destruction just like Anheuser-Busch. Yeah. It, you know, it, yeah. it, it makes no sense. From, from a business standpoint, it makes no sense. No. But, you know, the, this, you know... Florida has a $22 billion budget surplus this year. Yeah. So Florida doesn't need that Disney project. I mean, right. of course, right. you, you don't want to send business away, but they're not. They're know, not going Florida anywhere. Is, they're they're not leaving not Florida. Florida. They're not leaving Florida. Right. Where, where and, are they going? Exactly. You know, and look, you know, his the governor's record is one of conservative victories time and time again. And, you know, it, it's, it just kills me that good conservatives, and I know my friend Craig is a good conservative. I know our, my friend Linda is a really good conservative. We can't be involved in a, in a circular firing squad here. Uh, the, the, the garbage that is coming from the Trump campaign that is, is focused,
focused on Ron DeSantis, just like Craig bringing up this this Disney situation. Oh, DeSantis made a big mistake. Well, you know, maybe DeSantis has a backbone. Yeah. Right. And, and yeah. you know, maybe we ought to applaud that. Yeah. And, and, and you know, the the. Uh, it, you know, we're killing our brightest star. We're trying to kill him off for 2028. You know, this makes no sense to me. It really doesn't. And, and look, the, the vast majority of the attacks have been from the Trump side. Beating yeah. DeSantis up because he wanted to, to institute a national sales tax that would have eliminated the federal income tax. They forget to mention that in these attack ads. The the other attack ad that has been going on for months now is this Social Security. The Social Security trust fund will go away. There won't be Social Security for anyone unless we institute some reforms. Okay, fiscally responsible conservatives have been pushing reforms because we need it. We, we are not going to have Social Security in 10 years unless we do something about it. That's right. So And, and Ron DeSantis gets beat up by these, these horrible attack ads from the Trump campaign. And, you know, again, it, it's something we shouldn't be it not. We should not be no, following this no, propaganda. We should. We should. So, but but it's, you it, it's, you know, it's typical Trump. And Bob, thanks a lot for the call. Right, we appreciate it. Uh, here's what I'll say. I like Ron DeSantis. I really think he is presidential material. But I think that the tide is swinging towards Trump for this time. And if Trump wins or if Trump doesn't win, uh, and I hope he does, DeSantis will be in the background, and in 28, he will be the number one candidate for president. That's that's as I see it. Uh, but it's good that he's declaring now because it's just like, uh, and I'm going to go back way back to 1956. JFK ran for vice president. He lost to someone else. But the point is that he stuck his nose in the ring, and then in 1960, he was there and ready to go. So it's it's kind of the playbook for a candidate like Ron DeSantis. Um, and he will, there, there's word that he is declaring next week for president. And I am going to concede to Craig. I said he would get the nomination. I don't think he will now. I think Trump will. And I'll concede to Craig, but believe me. But Bob is right. He has made several good points. And DeSantis is not afraid. He's got a backbone. And he came out and said, no more of this diversity stuff. No more. And Disney, I'll tell you what I did. I had a timeshare with Disney for 20 years. And when I heard this thing about the, the woke stuff and all this crap about teaching little kids about transgender and transsexual and you can dress as a girl. You know what? I said, I gave up my timeshare. I turned it over to my godson, which I was going to do anyway. But I said, now is the time. And I will not, I will never set my foot in Disney World again or Disneyland because I've had it with them. 
So that's my stance on that. We have uh, John in Ocean City. John, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Yes, uh, the Republican infighting has to come to an end now. and You can't get a no more non-BS candidate than a Ron DeSantis for true. That's, we need him for the next decade, but yeah, we need to win. It's what we need to do, right? Yeah. We need to win yeah. in 2024. Yep. Now, uh, there's Champ Yeager. He's a Turkish immigrant. He's a, he, he hosts the uh, Young Turks, which is a very far-left progressive uh, socialist Democrat uh, blog on, on uh, YouTube. Now, he says that actually... We became, we Republicans, we became the uh, the bigoted Democrat Party with the Southern solution, which is actually, which is actually bogus anyway. Because, in, in other words, black people were traditionally voting Republican up until John F. Kennedy, and then to make up for that loss of African American voters, we reached out to the South. Now, if that's true that we became the bigoted the Democrat, the, the, the bigoted, the bigot, the bigoted party, or rather. Then how come Al Gore's father didn't renounce his ties with the Ku Klux Klan and remained a lifelong Democrat? How come Tom Metzger, the founder of the White Aryan Resistance, a neo-Nazi organization, was a Demo- was a uh, registered Democrat his whole life and died a registered Democrat? So that's bogus anyway. Next, and yes, um, Andy made a great point. Where's the party of diversity? We have Vivek uh, Ramaswamy. We have uh, Nikki Haley. We have um, Tim Scott. We have... Uh, Oh, what's the fellow's name? The older guy, Larry Elder. Oh, Larry Elder. Larry Elder. That's right. Uh, and these are not Uncle Tom's. These are people who can think for themselves. Yeah. And Uncle Tom is somebody that can't think for themselves. Yeah. And if you were to tell, if you were to tell Tim Scott he's an Uncle Tom, he'd probably punch you in your face. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a bunch of crap that's going on here. These people that want to have a, uh, that are filling the diversity, uh, filling the slots. I'm, I'm, I can't think straight right now. But anyway, I'm, I'm just saying the, the same people that want to. Uh, Get positions of power to people who have no qualifications to hold those positions of power, regardless of who they are, just because they're black or because they're female or because they're trans, whatever. These are the people that want to fit women that are in their third trimester of pregnancy with a fighting outfits to go fly fighter jets against uh, China and Russia. And that's We're actually against insane people here. We're actually yeah. up against insanity. Yeah, yeah. So that's all I have to say. Thanks. Thanks, John. Thanks for the call. We're up against I like that. We're up against insanity. <laughs> it sounds like it. Oh, Frank and Ventner. Frank, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Hey, good morning, John. I'm calling for the sunshine of your show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so a little different topic, John. I, you know, I'd like to talk about, in my opinion, um, I'm seeing uh, a, a lot of similarities between the Russiagate investigation of Trump and James Comer's investigation of the Bidens. Yeah. You know, if we if we go back to the Russiagate, remember we were promised there's all this evidence we're going to find of all the collusion between Trump and the Russians, right? There was going to be whistleblowers. Yeah. Right. And, and remember, every night Rachel Maddow was, you know, it's, we're closing in. You know, she was like <laughs> every night she was, it was getting closer and closer. Yeah. So so now you know. Present day, we have Comer saying he's going to find the uh, criminal activities of the Biden family, right? <laughs> and we have it being pushed by Sean Hannity every. You know, Sean Hannity is breathless every day. You know, this, this, I know he and, he's a little extreme on that. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. And, and John, so far, I mean, I've heard Comer be asked three or four times, twice from Steve Ducey on Fox, "What evidence do you have?" He has no. He doesn't have any evidence. He just says, "Well, there are things that should be illegal." Um, you know, we're looking into these things. We're waiting to hear from 
whistleblowers. And I'm not saying he won't find the evidence. I'm just saying, as of right now, he's going on the air almost a week, probably more than weekly. He's going on several, Maria Bartiroma, he's on her show a lot. Yeah. I think he should just be quiet the way Durham did it. Durham went undercover for a few years, and then he came back with evidence. Yeah. We're hearing, um, you know, Comer's brandstanding. So far, you know, he's mentioned bank records. He hasn't found anything illegal. He's mentioned LLCs. He hasn't found anything illegal. Uh, uh, Hunter's business with foreign companies, still nothing illegal. He has Hunter's laptop. He hasn't found anything illegal. So, you know, I just think, John, this is going to end up as uh, as a nothing burger, yeah. just like the Russiagate. And, you know, probably Comer will just probably say, well, uh, you know, the whistleblower was intimidated. It, 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 to me, it's just another waste of time of Republicans oh, yeah. doing yeah. something serious. Well, um, well let me say yeah. this, Frank. Yeah. Don't you find it funny? And I don't mean funny in a comical sense, but don't you find it unusual that Joe Biden was a senator for 30 some years and he's got five homes worth? Well, actually, several- John, he only has two homes. John, oh. he only has oh. two homes. I, I know that definitely. You can look it up. He only owns two homes. Oh, well, where's the other three? Well, I don't know. I don't I would like to know that, too. <laughs> he only owns two homes. He owns one home. Um, in Wilmington, he bought the land and yeah. had a home built there. Yeah. Okay. And then in 2017, he bought a home in Rehoboth for $2.7 million, you know, which is worth $5 million now. Yeah. But he only owns two homes. Okay. That's misinformation. Yeah, I'm sorry, but yeah. Well, so. well, whatever the other ones are, <laughs> and, I, and I don't know, but also, where did he get $2.7 million for for that, I mean, he wasn't a millionaire, was he? I mean, or, or maybe he was. Well, I would recommend John Forbes did a whole study on uh, Biden's money. He made a lot of his money from, uh, you know, both him and his wife from book deals. Oh, okay. Uh, you okay. Know, he made a lot of money. And also from the speaker circuit. Yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah. People make okay. so much money. You can yeah. make several hundred thousand dollars a pop on those. Yeah. I, I, so. And all you have to do is a couple a year. <laughs> yeah. And you know, and I'm not I don't want to look seem like I'm always defending him. It's just that if I if I see something I don't think is correct, then I, I think he should be treated the same way we would want anyone else to be treated. Yeah, that's true. So that, that's that's true. Okay. Thanks for the call, Frank. Uh, Appreciate it. Talk with the purpose is the show. Saturdays nine till noon, WPG Talk Radio ninety five point five. Let's see. Lillian, Michael, and Andy. And maybe you at 609-407-1450. I'm John DeMassey. We're coming back. More talk with a purpose after these words. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. 
In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group, 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771, or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Chances are you've tasted the delicious fruits and vegetables from B.F. Mazio, but didn't know it. That's because B.F. Mazio has a huge wholesale division that delivers to area restaurants, schools, hospitals, and more. If you own a restaurant or run a commercial kitchen, call B.F. Mazio's wholesale division at 609-641-6608. That's 609-641-6608. And don't forget B.F. Mazio at 601 New Road in Northfield. Call 609-641-6608. And we are back here on Talk With a Purpose. If you miss any of today's show, you always have tomorrow. Yes, it's Talk With a Purpose replay, Sundays, 5 until 8, right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Every Sunday, we replay the show. How about that? 5 until 8, tomorrow, Talk With a Purpose replay, right here, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Let's go back to the phones. Lillian is on the line. Lillian, good morning. Welcome. Hello there. Hello there. Uh, I just want to ask you a question. What is um, white supremacy? I'm kind of stuck on that word. I don't know what it means. Well, I think that it means uh, whites uh, have the. Um, how could I put this? Be careful. No, I'm. I'm just. Whites have uh, an advantage over blacks or they've had the advantage uh, for a long time now. And it's it's just a saying that kind of takes on a life of its own. Oh, white supremacy. That means that whites have had the advantages. So... Do you believe that? No. No. Mm-mm. Okay. I don't either. No. But I, I, I don't know where the change is going to come. I have a feeling about this Donald Trump. Uh, I don't know him. It, it, I, I can't put my finger on it. What would make him a good president? Well, uh, well, I think, first of all, he's ran the, he ran the country like a business. Yes. Uh, we had record employment for Hispanics and blacks. Uh, more so than we ever had under any other president. Uh, mm-hmm. We had inflation under control. We were energy independent. Um, those are just the, the, a few of the things that oh. I can think of off the top of my head. Uh, whereas Biden, uh, everything is the opposite. Biden has really ruined the country. 
uh, he's let anybody in as far as immigration is concerned. And yeah, Trump, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you just, I lived, I lived down there near the borderline between Texas and New Mexico, and I'll tell you, it's a beautiful land. And I haven't been there, and I don't even want to go uh, to visit to see the changes. I only can vision. Uh, mobs of mostly men, I would assume, uh, squeezing over that border. And there's nothing there seems to be, it, it can be done about it. I refuse to believe that. Now, I don't care if you have to put up mines in the ground and blow up some people. I don't even mind that because a lot of them <laughs> that are coming here are no good. That's right. That's right. So, you know, when we uh, want to act like uh, the mother-child here, the mother and the child here, that doesn't, that doesn't go with me. And I'm sick of hearing it. And, I, and, and I'm ready to turn off talk radio because it's not going anywhere. Yeah. You know, they, yeah. a lot of people yeah. get together and they talk about the same thing over and over. And let's hear some important stuff, important stuff to the everyday people here, right here, New Jersey, New York, California, wherever. Like what's important? What's important? What? What's important? What's important What's to you? What's important? But why are we get so far off the track with with this presidency? I don't get it. Yes, the time is is going, and we have to pick a, a, a candidate. But I don't see any candidate. Well, <laughs> Trump is better than what we got now. I, that's for sure. And yes. and so is Ron DeSantis. Either one of them. Would be, I don't know anything. What is Ron DeSantis? Ron, who is he? Ron DeSantis is a conservative Republican who is the governor of Florida. Oh. And, and he would be a good president, and Trump would be a good president. He was before. This this Biden is, is just awful. Oh, yes, he, he, I agree. He, he's really ruined the country. Lillian, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. <laughs> What's important? The country. That's what's important. Michael in Egg Harbor City. Michael, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Good morning, John. Uh, I just wanted to touch on Ron DeSantis' position. Yes. Trump is, has a proven track record is what he ha- can accomplish yes. by his record. Yes. If he hadn't been bogged down with all the Democratic roadblocks, uh, much more would have been solved. Yeah. The 2020 elections, another story. 2024, I believe and I hope that Ron DeSantis, the GOP, will make a, a statement stating that finish out your governorship in Florida, which ends in 2026. Yeah. The, DO, the GOP under Donald Trump will appoint him secretary of state where he will gain much-needed global politics uh, rewards. That's a good point. That's a good point, yeah. I never thought of that. He has to get some world... He has to get some international uh, politics under his belt. Yeah. And and to keep a winning record, that would be uh, beneficial to we conservatives who want change. And also... As far as this new green deal and electric cars, every time that I pull up next to a Tesla, I have a resentment 
knowing that that particular automobile is using our roads without participating in a gasoline tax yeah. to, ma- to yeah. maintain the roads. Yeah, that's a you good know, point. The, good point. That we have to, be, you know, the bridges are using it. I don't know what the the gross weight of a Tesla is, but they're not contributing. And also with the Democratic mindset in the puppeteers behind Joe Biden, uh, if we don't wake up, we're all going to be in a whirlwind of, uh, I'll leave it at that. This is uh, getting to the point of it, it, the woman, Lillian, or whatever her name was prior to me. What's important to you? Well, go to the grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> there go, you go. Go, in, go they... in and try to buy a, 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 a price of vehicle. Get your, get your utility bills. Yeah. And compare it to what occurred under Donald Trump. Yeah. And that's, that's true. That's true. It, it is mind-boggling. Now, the woman I'm just pointing a fact out. I happen to listen to that comment. Who is Ron DeSantis? <laughs> I, wait a minute. Hold on. You better get, you know, where you been? <laughs> you know, that's been changing the, the voting rules in, in the blue states that, that I know Hannity has, has been beating the drum on it. But we got to do it. Yeah. We got to wear this stuff because there's a very small minority of of power brokers who are running this country. Yeah. And they they know the the focal points of how to win an election. They were saying last night that they only have to spend all this money. It's a 300,000 vote margin that will... Side the outcome of our twenty twenty four election. Yeah, that's that's hey, uh, that's. Let's pick up, folks. Yeah. Listen, I would have cut this short. And yeah. Then, thanks. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot for the oh. call, Michael. Good points. <sighs> Boy, <Yeah. laughs> all you got to do is go to the grocery store, or or how about this? A sandwich, and a bag of chips, and a soda. Take a guess. Ten? Bucks. Ten? More? Well? Heather guessed $10. Boy, is she off. You can tell she doesn't do too much grocery shopping. A a sandwich and a bag of chips and a soda. $18.50. One. One. So uh, thank you, Joe Biden. <laughs> Andy and Brigantine. Andy, good morning. Welcome back to the Talk of the Purpose. Well, John, uh, I hope you can clear out the rest of your show because I can fill it very easily. (laughs) I'm sure you can. (laughs) So Lillian says that she's about ready to turn off talk radio because they always talk about the same things and they never talk about the issues that are affecting us locally. You just spent an hour talking about the wind turbines off the coast of New Jersey. That's right. Okay. For a woman who listens to talk radio and who says she wants to turn it off because they are always talking about the same things, she didn't know who Ron DeSantis was. And then she said, Trump, I don't know him. Who, who is this? Who is it? <laughs> now, um, Thomas Jefferson said, 
the biggest threat to democracy is an uninformed populace. She scares me as much as Joe Biden, people like that. Yeah. And to your other caller about no proof about the Bidens, you know, they went after Trump and impeached him over quid pro quo. Meanwhile, you got Joe Biden on was on live television bragging about how he leveraged a billion dollars of American taxpayer money to get the prosecutor in Ukraine fired that was investigating Burisma, the company on which his son sat on the board of directors. Yeah. And son of a bitch. I said, you're not getting a billion dollars unless you fire the prosecutor. Son of a bitch. They all laugh. The man's on camera bragging about quid pro quo. The, the, the laptop is all the proof you need, everything you need to know about the crime. You know, it was like 175 suspicious transactions, bank transactions, for the Biden family, which is more than any family in the history of the world. 175 suspicious. John, if you had two suspicious bank transactions, they'd be waiting at your door with armed guards yep. and helicopters. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Just breathtaking. Okay, so now let's talk about diversity. Oh, by the way, we confused white supremacy with white privilege. Oh, okay. Earlier. Yeah, okay. So white privilege is, well, because you're white, you, everything's laid out for you. It's going to be an easy life. You're going to, you're, you, you have no, nothing in front of you preventing you from being and doing whatever you want to be or do. But if you're black, oh, there's nothing but roadblocks. You can't make it here in America. Hey, John, if you're privileged when you're white and you're oppressed because you're black, then explain to me why Andy and Brigantine, a white man, because I'm su- we're supposed to be the privileged of all, the white men. Yeah. If, okay, so tell me why Andy, a white man in Brigantine, is not a multi-billionaire, while Oprah Winfrey, who grew up in a one-room house, a black female, which you're supposed to be the most oppressed of all, how is it that she's a multi-billionaire? Yeah. Shouldn't it be the other way around? It sure should. Yeah. And you know, per capita, per capita, as a percentage of their respective population, there are as many black millionaires as there are white millionaires. But they don't talk about that. No, they don't. But I, no. I thought, want to talk about the diversity. So the diversity. Here's what happens with diversity. It means everyone but white people, particularly white men, unless you happen to be a gay white man. Okay. We've got Larry Elder and Tim Scott in the so-called white supremacist party, the party of racism, the Republicans, running for president. Isn't that diversity? But no, but what did they, they referred to Larry Elder when he ran for governor of California. They referred to Larry Elder as the black face of white supremacy. They referred to Tim Scott. When Tim Scott was running for senator, they referred to him as Uncle Tim. So, see, they want diversity of color, but they do not want diversity of thought. Yeah. Because if you are a black person or any person of color, but then you also happen to be a conservative, they will treat you just as harshly as they treat a white supremacist, a neo-Nazi, you know, they they will treat you as badly as they treat Donald Trump. If you're a black 
man, and you are a conservative, to them, you're no better than Donald Trump. Yeah, and I'll go you one better. I'll go you one better, Andy. Uh, yeah. You remember the late Whitney Houston. When she first yeah. came out, they said, well, you're not black enough. <laughs> because her songs were uplifting and, uh, you know, she was very talented. But they criticized her because she wasn't singing black. How do you sing black? <laughs> well, yeah, see, John, that's the thing. They call them sellouts. Yeah. Now, you, you, I don't know if you remember Mia Love, a no. black uh, a conservative, female conservative. You have... Anytime a black person dares to be a conservative, they use the same rhetoric, the same epitaphs against these people as they use against a Donald Trump. Yeah. Okay. And so, so here's the most racist thing of all. You know, the old thing where, oh, blacks, they all look alike. That's considered racist, right? Yeah. Yeah. But the Democrats expect all blacks to think alike. Yeah, that's right. Because if you dare not espouse the democratic platform, if you dare not espouse wokeism and liberalism, if you're black, boy, I'll tell you what, they'll, they'll lynch it quicker than, than they, than, 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 than the, the racist whites lynched blacks back in the sixties. Like I said, look at the names they call Uncle Tim and Larry Elder, the black face of white supremacy. Because in their mind, if you're black, but you're conservative, then you are simply embracing white ideas. That's Therefore, right. That's you're right. white. Remember That's what right. Joe Biden said yep. to, the, to the black host of the radio show. Yeah. If you can't decide whether you vote for me or Trump, then you ain't black. That's right. That, that says it all right there. Andy, uh, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Got to run. Got some calls uh, lined up here. Sarah, Kevin, Ginny, and Tom. Uh, looks like, and maybe you, if we have time. Talk with the purpose of the show. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. We will uh, get back to your calls after these words. If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or, if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. Periods of rain this afternoon, just a wet start to the weekend with I-71. Mostly cloudy tonight with a couple of showers, low 58. Partly sunny though tomorrow, warmer, the start of another extended stretch of dry weather, my friend, the high 80. And back to the grind on Monday, partly sunny, pleasant for that high 77. I'm AccuWeather's Ruth O'Brien on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. 
The warmer weather is here and just in time for Memorial Day next weekend, huh? All right. I know it would come sooner or later. I mean, it's been cold enough. Talk with a purpose is the show. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Let's talk to the one and only Sarah. Sarah, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Yes, good morning. I hope all is well. Yes, thank you. Know, you. I can, thank you. I confess I believed all the diatribe and all the hate. Now, if you're working in a position and the supervisor is being negative towards you, the employees are being negative towards you, they're saying things about you, they're writing things about you, and you're trying to do the job, I liken that to Donald Trump because he had all outlets against him the justice system was against him. The media was against him. And it looks, and it, I liken it to, to a hostile environment. And I'm starting to see the light, and I have seen the light. Good. I'm paying more at the store. Crime is out of control. We're weak globally. The job market is poor. You know, and you're talking about the border. For my own home, I have two cameras. And if somebody's trying to get into my house, it's the same thing for the United States. Yeah. We don't know who's coming in. We protect ourselves. We protect our homes. And Carmela, she was at a record store buying a record. I forget what it was. And she was so happy. Why isn't she at the border doing something about the prices? <laughs> what about bail report? The police are, I don't know how they can be a police officer because you arrest one person one day and then the next day, they're out free. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make sense. And if people cannot see that Joe Biden has mucked up the country, you know what muck is when you muck out a horse? Yeah. That's what he's done. Yeah. And we need to muck it out and clean it up. He has got to not be reelected. If, if you think he's done something good, tell me, because I cannot see. I can't either. I can't either. ruined the United States. He's you know, not with it. He's unfit. You know why uh, Kamala Harris hasn't been to the border? Because she can't find it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, we have to start coming and protecting the United States. Someone had mentioned Social Security. I have a friend that they get, I think, maybe 1800 something like that a month. I know people on Medicaid that are getting 3000 a month. Yeah. And they're sitting at home. Yeah. You need to look and see all these people that say they can't work and getting free money while the rest of us are working our fingers to the bone. Yeah. I want somebody to tell me who's for Joe Biden, what he has done, because I saw the light. I saw the light. He's no good. He's not with it. He's unfit. If you're doing a job and you don't meet the requirements, the supervisor's going to can you. That's right. He needs That's right. To go. He needs to go is right. Thank you for the call, Sarah. By the way, I didn't mention this, but um, Kevin sent me this, and it is Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene. She has introduced articles of impeachment mm-hmm. against President Joe Biden. By the way, his middle name is Robinette. Who would name their kid Robinette? It's a family name. Is it? Really? Yeah. yeah. So what? <laughs> he, uh, she, she is introducing articles of impeachment for letting in approximately six million illegals uh, 
in this country. Now, I don't know if it's going to go anywhere, but congratulations to Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's got a pair of you-know-whats. Kevin is uh, on the line. Kevin, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, I don't live in the area. I grew up in the area. Uh, I live in Kennett Square, Pennsylvania, which is next to Centerville, Pennsylvania, which is where Joe Biden lives. I'll get to that in a minute. Okay. Famous uh, famous for mushrooms, by the way. My, come visit us uh, September. Uh, we have a great mushroom festival. Yes. So, yeah, for... The, the windmills, you know, it's a tough thing. I work in the ener- energy industry. I do a lot of work in uh, central Illinois. There are thousands of windmills out there, and it is really eerie, especially at night, to drive around in the midst of thousands of windmills. Yeah. Uh, they, at least out there, they all have red lights that are synchronized, and at night it's, it's, it's a really unsettling thing. Uh, that in itself, the windmills... I am in the energy industry. They don't have uh, a lot of inertia. So we, we struggle uh, in the power plants that, that I help operate. We struggle with grid frequency and solar and, and wind. I'm, I'm really not against it. I think it, it has its place. But there's a lot of money being pumped into it. The, the Inflation uh, Reduction Act last August was really a, a big chunk of the Green New Deal. If you yeah. really look at where that yeah. money's going, it's gone the wind. Uh, and it's going into to nuke too, which I think is probably a stepping stone to get us to where we need to be in the future. So, uh, moving on, you know, I do live close to Joe Biden. Uh, his house is right next to the Tattnall school. I've been out on the ball fields there. You can see his house. I, I can tell you, and I, you know, I, I make a nice living. I make more than a United States Senator. All right, and I may, don't make quite as much as the vice president, but I'm close. My house isn't anything close to Joe Biden's house. <laughs> yeah, and I don't have anything. I don't have a beach house. And he's got a beach house. He's got a really big, beautiful house in in Centerville. I don't know about the other stuff. What really bothers me is that when family members, they're not just getting thousands or tens of thousands. When they're getting tens of millions of dollars, somebody expects to get something for that kind yeah. of money. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I don't want to hear, Frank, it's not a nothing burger. And the American people deserve to have these facts laid out for them, especially in, in front of an election. Yeah. And there was information that was clearly impressive. When he said there was nothing illegal, I don't know. Last time I checked, smoking crack is illegal. There was a lot <laughs> of illegal activity. Yeah. And it was his laptop. You know, there's no debate. And so we're all seeing this. It's a pattern. The Democrats are very good at picking somebody and getting behind them early. Conservatives, we need to we need to pick somebody. We need to pick the right person. We need to get behind them. And we need to win. We need to win these elections. Oh, yeah. Thanks for letting me share that with uh, you. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks for the call. Jenny and Abseek. And Jenny, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Hey, thanks for taking my call. You know, I haven't heard anybody... Uh, really talk too much about Mike Pence. I would never be in favor of Mike Pence. He is, in my opinion, too radical um, of a Christian conservative. And I'm not, I have, I have very, very radical Christians in my family. We were all raised Catholic for the most part, some Jewish, and, um, 
I, I, I'm afraid that if he were president, he he, he wouldn't want to declare war. And I never yeah. heard of anybody not even almost walking out the door unless your wife is there. He doesn't meet with anybody, particularly a woman, unless his wife is present. I mean, do these people think he's so irresistible to women? I mean, really? <laughs> Trump always yeah. went around with two bodyguards and this, yeah. that, and the other. Yeah. And drunk, sloppy women would try and grab at him in the casinos. Yeah. And they were very gentlemanly and everything else. And he would talk to them. But, you know, no touching. But uh, you, you had drunk, sloppy women. And you have that everywhere. Another thing. Trump cannot be bought. We know that. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a given. Yeah, but and, I, I know, don't think, Ginny, I don't think you really have to worry about Mike Pence. I don't see I don't him. either. Yeah, I, I, I don't see him. I wouldn't even give it any thought because he's not going to win. I mean, he's he's not. I mean, he's probably a nice guy and he's a good yeah. Christian. But no, he's he's not a candidate. He's, he's, he's not, not in the running. No, I don't no, think. No, but uh, I'm still a total Trump supporter. Trump has the strength, the backbone. He ran the country like a business. He got more accomplished in four years than a half a dozen of the ones previously. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's and true. He even he even didn't concern himself about inflaming the 22 nations surrounding Israel that want to blow us and Israel off the map when he moved the embassy. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That, he kept that promise. That's true. Yeah, it's true. He, promises made, promises kept. That's true. And that's why, uh, Jenny, thanks for the call. That's why, um, well, he should be president again. That's what I see. Even though I like Ron DeSantis, uh, okay, I've conceded. Trump's going to get the nomination, most likely. Talk with the purpose of the show. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We're going to try to wrap this up with uh, a bunch of calls. Tom, John, and Jim. We'll try to get you all in right after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. 
All right, let's uh, get to our final calls of the morning here on Talk With a Purpose. Tom and Little Egg. Tom, good morning. Welcome back. Hey, John. I'm back again. Okay. Listen, what happened? I'm from Philly. I'm from Port Richard, predominantly Polish. Yes. I'm going back in the 70s. Polish, Irish, Italian, and German. Let me tell you, what happened to the word prejudice? They replaced it with racist, believe it or not. You know, we were, you were, we were prejudiced. I was prejudiced. I'm Polish, Irish, Italian, and Austria. I was prejudiced against my own Polish people, the Italian people, um, the Irish people, and the German people in my neighborhood. And it wasn't the color of the skin. It was their nationality at that basically, that's what races are. You're racist against different nationality, not the color of a person's skin. But now they took the word, um, you don't like somebody. Then you don't like what they say. You're a racist. Yeah. They took the word liking and made it turn like racist. They took it to different t- type of categories, and you know, let's really get it than that. Well, I think the people are sick and tired of it now. What's going on with it? Yeah. You know. I mean, yeah. You know, like the transgender thing. You know, I had, I I approached a transgender and I asked them, um, do you do you actually believe you can go in the girls' room? It goes. Not real. I go, and you know what he told me? Because he still has everything. If you want to go to the girls, you want to be a gender, remove everything. And I can find out. I'm so sick and tired. You know what? You go to the store. And he's, oh, no, no, I'm not. I'm not what you see on TV. See, there's a different type of transgenders out there that aren't radical and shove it down your throat, you know? Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's the, way, the, way, the way the world's going. Well, Joe Biden, don't... don't if anybody mentions his name on your show, just hang up on him. I mean, <laughs> that guy don't deserve any airtime. Yeah, sorry. he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He does oh, we we complain about him, so we say his name to complain about him. But uh, we don't. We certainly don't praise him. That's for sure. If you lose the watch, you're lost in space, bubble-headed booby. You know, that's what you could call him, or whatever the hell you want to call. Him. I don't know what he is. He's a Walking Dead, Walking Zombie. Look, he almost fell down the steps in G seven. Yeah. You know why he's short in his trip, right? Yeah. It's not because of this. They get to debate this, uh, whatever, another trillion dollars. They wanted them out of there. He's an embarrassment to the whole world. Yeah. Show, get out of our, get out of the G7. We don't need you here. They told him to leave. He's not leaving because he wants to. They kicked his butt out of there because yeah. he's so, oh my God, he's an embarrassment. It's the rest of the world. And they don't want to be embarrassed by and him. And the thing, the Democrats are going to run him again. I mean, they got to be kidding well, me. They, they, I like to know which bar. I like to know which bar they're all going to, getting drunk, and actually think this guy's their. Uh, it must be their messiah. I'm sorry. I, I, don't, like know. Their I don't know. I don't know. Tom, thanks for the call. <laughs> oh, the transgender. Yeah, he did ask the transgender, "Which bathroom do you go to?" <laughs> He's not afraid. He's not going to be politically correct. Final call of the morning, Jim in Ocean City. Jim, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Uh, good. Thank you, Donald Trump, for all the winning of the liberals. He is the loser that keeps giving the gift to the Democrats that keeps kicking his butt. He loses in court cases. He loses in elections. He's a moron. And you supporters of him, thank you. Uh, you're okay. going to pick him again. Jim, you're going to pick him again and you're you. going to lose. Thanks for the call. Thanks for the call. Uh, by the way, Jim was Mike last week. So uh, he's changing his name, and uh, he just spouts off. So we don't need that. Well, it was a lively, lively show today up until the last caller. (laughs) Oh, what can I tell you? I I was going to save this, but just do it real quick. 
Got a couple minutes, right? Um, we were talking about diversity before. We started the show off talking about diversity. Uh, we give a shout out to the Claremont Institute because they have uncovered some abuse of shareholder and employee trust in many of our fine, upstanding U.S. companies. AT&T laid off 3,400 workers during the pandemic. But, but, you ready? They gave $3.1 billion to racial justice programs. Hmm. Boeing, another um, upstanding U.S. corporation, they laid off 26,000 employees and they suspended dividends. But you know what? They backed that up. They gave 15 million to racial justice programs. Okay? Hey, we're not done. General Motors suspended its dividend buyback program while donating 10 million to racial justice programs. And finally, Uber laid off 6,700 employees while pledging 61 million to racial equity nonprofits. So the moral of the story is diversity first, employees last, and shareholders last. <laughs> well, so much for diversity in this country. Well, that's going to put the wraps on another edition of Talk With a Purpose. We thank uh, Chris Coleman and we thank Heather DeLuca for filling in for the last hour while Chris goes horsing around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He'll tell you about it someday. Yeah. I'm John DeMassey. Always a pleasure. Thanks to you, the listener, because, hey, you guys make the show. Thank you again for listening. I'm John DeMassey. We'll do it again next Saturday, 9 till noon. Talk with a purpose right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And as always, we say, take care of yourself. We'll see you next week. The preceding program was paid for and presented by John DeMassey.